feel like this jam is appropriate given all the shade being thrown, <laughs> all the tea being sipped, all the general rumors going around. We got to bump in with this old school classic about it. rumors. What's this? It's called Rumors. By old who? school 80s song by Timex Social Club. Okay. The proud family. Yep. <laughs> yep. Tell me that temptation. It's very hard to resist. But these wicked women. Wicked women. <laughs> yep. Or, I mean, um, the 80s R&B was not impressed. Shit. Wait for the hook. Yep. I heard. Push your T. Drake. OVO 40 and his stripper. How we know it's a stripper? <laughs> we know it's a stripper. Come on now. It is a lady of the night in one way or another. But we bump in with some old school Timex social club to, well, in regards to all the stuff we're going to talk about in a minute. A lot yeah. of rumors about the beefs. A lot of stuff went on this week, but we get into that in a minute. But first, let us introduce the podcast as we always do. My name is Ryan Rocket, and I'm joined again, as always, by my boy, the man, Cleveland's own, yes. uh, Fat Al, or whatever that dude, <laughs> Al Fats, super yeah, fan, man. apparently. Put some respect on this name, man. <laughs> His song is on Madden. He can <laughs> do one? no wrong. 2001? Probably. No, like no, 2004, no. 2004, probably. When did that song come out? It came out around 2005, 2004. Two, it, it, so I think it was on maybe 2008. Okay. It, it got on there real late. It was okay. old to us, but... Now, we're going to have a discussion. It. We might save it for the ESG and Rocket show, yeah. but I want to have a discussion on how that, that song is basically cultural appropriation for Houston. Yeah. Not in Game Down. Oh, not that, in Game wait, Down. Not, that's He's from Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, I wow. just realized that, too. I thought that was somebody from Dallas. I thought he was from no. Dallas, yes. too. Yes. No. <laughs> then I listen to the lyrics. He actually says Cleveland, so I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Yeah, but oh, LeBron wow. was in the video. Yes, yeah, this early LeBron too. Mm. We're gonna talk about and, that in a little bit too. And but, see, I, I wish I, I gotta get I gotta get him on the show, man, because I I I feel like I wouldn't be fair to explain why they was doing that because I really didn't care for that music. Yeah, back at that time, I told you I'm like an unofficial New Yorker. Mm-hmm. So that shit, I thought it was whack around that time. But um, that's what they was into on that side of town. Yeah. So uh, the whole slab, it was they was in a group called the Slab. Okay. So it was like Chip the Ripper, um, which is King Chip now. Mm-hmm. It was Fat Al, who was Al Fats now, because I heard Bill Cosby was trying to sue him really? for the whole uh, mm-hmm. Fat Al. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, we gotta have him on, and um, I think that was the first um, artist or group that Rich Paul. Who is LeBron's agent? Okay, son. So you got to connect. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I want to have him on. With we had, we got to talk with ESG though, because I still yeah. think that's cultural appropriation <laughs> and wave gr- riding. Yeah, I, t- I I mentioned this to you before. I felt like Houston influenced a lot of Cleveland early Cleveland music yeah. because a lot of music sound similar to that. It's like mm-hmm. trap. Yeah. You know, they saw the sound and, you know, they yeah, kind of went with it. Yeah. ASAP Rocky, guilty of that, too. We talked about that before. But we're getting way yeah. off track. Let's get okay. back on track. <laughs> All right. Figgy, man, how you doing, dog? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm happy. Happy to be here. What's going on in your personal life? Anything for you to be happy about? No, I'm just 
in a good mood. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I'm not really sick, so. <laughs> that's good. I'm that's good. 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 good health, man. Jasmine joins us as well, who yes. I also want to apologize to. Wow. Uh, your voice came in really low on the last podcast. Oh, yeah. Your mic, I don't know, it was turned on, but that mic was funky, so people listening to last week's podcast did not get to hear Jasmine all that well. Yes. It wasn't intentional. Yes. I don't hate women. <laughs> we want y'all to hear the nonsense they say, so we want to keep. Oh, this okay, way. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. See. But nah, nah. But for real though, sorry about that. But Jasmine joins us again. Jasmine, how you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm good. I have work in the morning, so okay. I'm preparing for that. We'll try to make this a quick one. Yeah, quick-ish. it doesn't have to be quickish. I feel like we a lot of did a lot of stuff happen to y'all. A lot of stuff went down that can go into a larger conversation. Yeah. But we'll try to manage things better and get things through. Because our podcast has been three hours plus long in the yeah. past few weeks. We did. Just, <laughs> yeah. We got to trim true. it down a little mm-hmm. bit. Real quick, I want to give a shout out because I don't know if people listen all the way through to the very end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But special shout out to Anthony, who um, he DM'd us showing that he subscribed to the podcast. Yep. He left a comment. He liked us on Facebook, so I sent him a shirt. I sent yes. him a Gems and Juice podcast shirt, courtesy okay. of my um. Yes, go Anthony. Yes, yes. thank you, Anthony. Yes, Here's I sent him a shirt. I kept my word. I sent him a shirt, courtesy of my wife's um um t-shirt company, okay. which is Teach Laugh Craft. Okay, so shout that, out that to, could be our first sponsor. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. do that t-shirt. Yeah, she gonna have to pay us though. <laughs> 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 yeah, shout out to Teach Lavecraft for um, hooking them up with a shirt. Yes, and if you yep. want, can, can customers go there and get their own shirts made too? Yeah, yep. Just follow Teach Lavecraft on Instagram. Okay. And um, yep, just shoot a DM and she'll get it together. Cool, cool. Sounds good. Yep. So, uh, Jasmine, you you said everything that's going on, right? Everything good in your world? Yeah, everything's good. I don't want to skip good. over your introduction. Nah, can't complain. Okay, that's good to hear. Yeah. Good to hear, girl. So, um, a few new releases that came out this week. We're not going to get into a whole lot because, honestly, there are a few albums that none of us really had any interest in. <laughs> Namely, Lil Yachty. I didn't listen to it. I don't know if y'all did. Nah. I didn't. I have no interest in it, really. But... We can start off with probably the biggest release. Well, I guess it's kind of a release, but it was a video. Mm-hmm. Sicko Mode, which might be the song, you know, one of the top songs of the year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a hit. No matter where you go, you're going to hear it played. They released the video today on Friday. So people are already calling it one of the most amazing videos ever. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> it, it is cool. It's very inventive. You can tell they had a budget, a yeah. good budget for this one. It was cool. But you, you seem to really like it, Jasmine. What were your impressions of it? Um, I was amazing. I love Travis Scott. Y'all know this. Yeah. So I, it was just, uh, the visuals were insane. It, it was crazy. And just, I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest, just because of the song, like the creativity of the song. I didn't know what kind of concept. And then, uh, I don't know if y'all watched the Stop Trying to Be God video. I haven't that, seen that one. That one was kind of Travisy, yeah. like, you know, kind of his weird self in a sense. I don't want to call it weird, but I didn't really understand too much of it. Mm-hmm. So this was really different. I liked all of it. Like, yeah. it was, it was, yeah. Do they, have they done the video awards yet? Which one? I don't MTV? I don't know. M- Do I, we I, care about those anymore? No, nah, we really don't. Oh, okay. And I don't think it's really a no, like, you know. 
who watches videos anymore. Yeah, like, there's nothing course. you can do for yeah. this, yeah. but it deserves something because it's amazing. It is. Yeah, cool. I don't yeah. think people shoot videos to try to get an award for it. No, nah, yeah. I think it's, it's not like it used to be. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. It's more so you do it to compliment and you just want a visual out. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they do it for acclaim anymore, really. Mm-hmm. But this video is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the part when he talked about making a group with his ex girls. Yeah, that was yes. <laughs> Travis Scott had the dance moves yeah. in this whole entire video. Yeah, it was, that was pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. I like that part. Um, even Drake, who annoyed me recently on his recent interview, <laughs> I thought his part was cool too. So mm-hmm. I had no problems with it. Cool video, Figgy. You saw yeah. a little bit of it. What you think, man? Yeah, I like it. I like, I like different videos because. Growing up, all we seen was people that made the same type of videos, being in the hood, all this other stuff. I feel like the person who shot this video and edited it was real creative with yeah. it. The different colors. and um, I seen a couple places in Houston. So, um, a lot of ass. Yeah. yeah. I like that part. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, I thought that was a solid video. I thought, yeah. Yeah. I like I'm, okay. I'm still blown away. <laughs> yes, still thinking I really about am. It. I really am. I watched it like three over. times. Okay. Yeah, I know it's amazing. Okay, it is a cool video. I can't wait until Ash. Like I, y'all are gonna be excited when um, Astro World Fest is over. I'm gonna come back and give you a real detailed report. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can be, you can be a reporter on the scene. Yeah. Okay. I want to try to go to that too. Yeah, I, I probably won't. There's a lot of I kids to... there, man. I don't want to be. You think so? Yes. Okay. There's not gonna be no grown folks I'm, for what, the what concert part. I'm not a kid. I'm, I'm grown. And I'm, okay. I'm 25. Okay. Whatever. Whatever you say. You're yeah. still a, a case. <laughs> 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 so, so the Astro World, um, it's it's a festival, right? Or is it just what is I what think exactly it's a festival. is it? Because he is doing the Astro World um, tour, tour mm-hmm. and that'd be different from the one that's happening here, right? Yeah. Okay. There's something I think the festival is like he's recreating Astro World or something. I think something like it's gonna okay. be a cool little. I think it's gonna be yeah. like an amusement and that's park. In, yeah. That's in only thing. Houston, right? I yeah. think so. Okay, okay. but um, yeah. It, I will go to I will go to something like that just to say I it's I've been. NRG. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. November 17th. No, you already got the date locked down, huh? Yeah. I, I hate going there, man. Yeah. It'd be too packed. Yeah. It is. It, it's irritating trying to get in and on the way the, up. Yeah, the rodeo is usually a hassle too. Yeah. Getting the Uber going there, all that. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, my personal segue I didn't mention. I went to ask the game five of the Astros last night. Oh ah. yeah, I see. Yeah, I was there. You had the best. Oh, really? Yeah, you had the best video ever. The dude <laughs> calling Joe West a, a turkey yes, neck, a turkey neck motherfucker. <laughs> so there, there we sat. We got some good seats. The guy who runs the company I work for, he mm-hmm. got some tickets, and mm-hmm. uh, they were really good seats. They were like right behind home plate. Oh yeah. wow! So uh, we're watching the game. And there's this old dude who's just yelling at Joe West the entire time. <laughs> the reason Joe West was the umpire who. Um, in the game pre the previous game, there was a controversial call on a ball that looked like a home run that Jose Altuve hit, but it went into the stands. They called fan interference, and it robbed him of a two-run homer. That might have been or at least a couple runs out of that. Yeah. It was ruled out. So he comes out. People immediately start booing, but this <laughs> old guy goes ham. Like he's cursing out Joe West for the entire game. And mind you, Joe West is like on the opposite side of the field. He can't yeah. hear shit. Yeah. But this guy's yelling at the top of his young, "You fat motherfucker! You piece <laughs> of shit!" Flipping him off, doing all kinds of crazy oh, wow. shit. So Dang. I bet that man. I'm had surprised he didn't get kicked out. 
they allowed to do stuff like well, that? Well, he again? was. I mean, he wasn't being overly obnoxious. Okay. He wasn't doing it the whole. Like he would stand up at random intervals whenever a controversial call or an out or whatever happened. He'd say, mm-hmm. "Fuck you, Joe West." But he was an old man, and there was okay. yeah, it wasn't. No, no it's funny thing. because um, like nobody said anything about that. But <laughs> remember, uh, I want to say was it in the play. I think it was in the season. It was some little girl that was screaming and yelling and cheering, and this grown ass lady said something to her. And that became a whole big thing where oh, people started shaming the lady for saying something to the little kid. Oh, damn. And the little kid had some type of disease, but she was happy being at the game and yeah. cheering and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think she told her to be quiet or something like that. Oh, damn. But um, that became a big deal. That went viral. <laughs> I would be the one to tell people to be quiet. I'm sorry. You'll tell, <laughs> you'll tell, like, you'll tell somebody else somebody kid kid? at the game yeah. to be quiet? I don't know if I'd tell a kid... But yeah. I, I just look at their parents like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah you ruining <laughs> our. I don't know why I want to watch games in silence. You don't yeah. really want you want that atmosphere, but you don't want somebody right next to you yeah. yelling yeah. and shit. That's annoying. Yeah. You're trying to talk to people that are around you, and then this person screaming, you can't hear shit. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. See, when I go to a game, I kind of throw all that out the window. Yeah. That's. If I go to games, I'm not going to study the game. Okay. I'm just kind of... Get hype. I yeah, just... Yeah. I, ain't, I don't even get hype. just like to relax, chill a little bit. Yeah. But if I'm at home, like, it's times I ain't go to the Texans game because I wanted to watch the Browns yep. game in private. Or <laughs> I didn't go to the, um like, the little watch party they have in Houston for the Browns mm-hmm. because I want to concentrate. I want to... Look, I don't want to yeah. be around all these people cheering and all this other shit and yeah. not paying attention. So... I feel you. And going to the game is a different experience, too. Yeah, yeah. It It's is. different. You don't get the TV angles. Yeah. yeah. You don't realize you how don't much. You don't really see shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it better, though. It's a better atmosphere. Like, you know, the crowd gets the you crowd more into cool. it. The crowd is cool. Well, you're like a concert you on, person. Yeah. And when you watch it on TV, it can get kind of boring on TV. Yeah. Baseball but, is better to watch live, I think. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. I can, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I th- and, and, too, I think people that don't really care for sports, not saying you don't care for sports, mm-hmm. but... They people like those type of events if yeah. they go into them, but if if it's like oh let's go here and watch the game, it's like ah uh. exactly. So being in that environment is cool, but to somebody who's a sports nerd and want to pay attention mm-hmm. and see everything, home, you gotta watch it. Yeah, <laughs> on your hit the rewind time. sometimes, catch yeah. a play, see if it was actually a catch or not. <laughs> yes, all that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got off track. But basically, I to re- round all that off. Uh, the game was cool. I mean, we the lost. game sucked because the yeah. Astros lost. Yeah. But um, the atmosphere Cheating was asses. cool. It, man, <laughs> here's another thing too. I, I'm getting way off topic. But who gives a shit? So Houston fans kind of get on my nerves with this shit, man. They bail out the team poor, poor performance because they think there's a conspiracy against Houston teams. Yeah. When the Rockets lost in Game Seven of the Western Conference Finals last year, everybody said it was because of officiating and because, oh, James Harden didn't get this four-point play he deserved. He got fouled. <laughs> they missed like 20-something threes in a row. Mm-hmm. You can't cheat your yeah. way into that yeah. if people can't hit shots. Yeah, And that's their whole game. The Astros, even if you want to give them that controversial home run, that should have been a home run probably, they got their ass whooped last night. Yeah. And they got outplayed this entire series. They shot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. So everybody who wants to blame the umpires and the rules and the major It wasn't baseball, like it was going to turn the series. Yes. Yeah. It, it would be different if it went seven games. Yeah. Then you can argue, hey, that game might have changed things. Yeah. It was over in five. 
Mm-hmm. So whatever, yep. that's and, my and, rant. Yeah. <laughs> so I know we got way off topic there, but I just wanted to talk about that real quick. But <laughs> anyway, so uh, future in Juice World. Um, I don't think we talked about Juice World a whole lot. I, I don't even know who he is. He made that song, that Lucid Dream song. I'm sure you've heard it somewhere. Okay. Yeah. But um, he he's kind of been popping a lot with the younger audience. I don't think. You know, we would hear his music a lot anywhere. Yeah, no, I heard but, him about him from my little cousin. Yeah, a lot of kids seem to like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dropped a project with Future called World on Drugs. Um, I didn't really listen to it. I don't think anybody else did, like, as far as we went. But uh, I did like the first song. And most notably, Nicki Minaj had a verse on the song Transformer. Mm-hmm. And apparently there were Cardi B shots, which, I mean, I'm not even saying apparently. They were. You know, <laughs> I don't see how you put up these lyrics and not see Cardi B I, shots. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I don't know how, what, who, where. Can you, so while these bitches, I just pulled up the lyrics. She said, yeah, okay, let, let, let's read a few of them. Uh, she said, four albums in, pull a Millie for a show, while these bitches is serving Millie Vanilli on the low. Which goes into her Cardi yeah. having records written for her. Mm. Yeah, I was about to say, if people don't know, Millie Vanilli was like this fake ass group. Yes. Who wasn't, I don't think they, they was even they singing their show. No, they like, weren't. They weren't. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of rappers refer to people who don't write or yeah. who's fake as Millie Vanilli. Gotcha. Yeah. Next up, uh, they said they ain't warned her. Now she out here facing karma. Had a chance, but God, that means she a goner. And then she said at the end of the verse, some call me Nikki, other but some call me Megatron. I'm stuck I'm stopping bags and I don't need the red octagon. Which goes back to Cardi B talking about Nikki She's trying to stop her bag. bag. Yeah. So there are shots here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. Uh it's not blatant, no name, of course, but there were shots. I just thought that was interesting. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> it's the same old, same old. I'm kinda over this. Okay. Yeah. Do you I'm think? Do y'all think it's deeper than what? Deeper than rap? Because, How so? Because I was. Um. I hate keep bringing up Joe Budden podcast. Joe Budden podcast. But um, he did mention how um, it's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you know that's outside of the music. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. going on that I guess can't nobody really discuss. So I think like, do you think it's really that serious? If because it seems like it's getting out of control. I mean, of what we know already, it's already deeper than rap. Yeah. The the claims that they're making about each other, the fact that Nikki Cardi is saying that Nikki actually tried to interfere with her career and block people, and then Nikki goes and talks about all the stuff that she was doing about the offset strippers and all that stuff. I think it's clearly deeper than rap at this point. They don't like each other outside of the bars. Man. I don't know what else could be said that's worse than what we heard already unless they fucking the same dude at one point I don't know but I can't think of anything else that would be worse than what you already heard yeah I, I'm just I'm over the I, just tired I'm tired of, of hearing about it who, honestly who you think gonna drop a diss song first None between these two I don't None think they're gonna do I don't think that's gonna, gonna, gonna be it I think it's gonna keep being these little subs here and yes. there yeah that's all, that's all we, yeah. cause Cardi is not a battle rapper like she's not if she's gonna say something, she's gonna jump on Instagram Live or she's gonna jump in a, a Twitter comment or she's gonna do something of that vein. 
She's not going to drop a diss record. Shit, I thought Drake wasn't a battle rapper either. I didn't think not, he'd drop a diss song. What, before Meek? No, yeah, yeah, around that time. I mean... Because I ain't see him doing that. Mm-hmm. We, but, and in my defense, I, I thought Meek was going to get him out of here, yeah. you know, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think if somebody write her diss song... I wasn't that surprised that Drake dropped the diss. Mm. Because, number one, we had known he had been a fan of battle rap. He had been talking about it. Uh, at one point, I think there was a, a he was supposed to battle somebody, but they pulled out or something happened. Really? A famous mm. battle rapper. Yeah. This is mm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And he always had been dropping those subs. He was going at Common. He was going at Jay-Z. He had dropped diss records. He just didn't say names. Yeah, yeah. I ain't think he, I ain't think he had dropped like a whole, like what he did to Meek, though. Yeah, because he actually do- dropped a diss song. You know, everybody can do these little subs. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just didn't see that. I so I wouldn't be surprised if somebody write Cardi a song and try to capitalize off of it. I mean, but you is we're gonna talk about battle rules in a minute. But do you think somebody can have a battle rap written for them? I, mean, I know we've gotten way I'm, past the rules of hip hop, and now it's yeah, anything goes. But yeah. that's too much. It, man. I think it's I agree, too much, man. but I don't think that it's not bound to happen. I don't think, pe- like, I don't I think, think people will do it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think people will call her out for it. Like, hey, no, that you know, if it's a good song, and, and on top of people hating Nicki, mm-hmm. they gonna support that record, uh, that record, no matter what. So, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, other people have dropped diss records that have been written for them. Dr. Dre on Dre Day, oh, okay. against Easy E, mm-hmm. you know, somebody wrote that. So, yeah, I get it. I guess it's possible. It's not unprecedented. Yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about Drake and Kanye for, uh, uh, or in Pusha T and all that in a little bit. Actually, let's talk, talk about it now because I don't think we have anything else on the releases. No oh, the Tiana Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're a big fan, Figgy. You yeah. also love Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, a few of them jumped on the remix for Gonna Love Me, namely Ghostface, Method Man, and Raekwon. Mm-hmm. How'd you like the song, man? I liked it. I liked the original song, first of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it's a nice little smooth song. It already sounded like a Wu-Tang record it before did. that. <laughs> it did. This must have <laughs> always been planned. It probably was. I could see it planned. But, um, yeah, uh, I liked it. I like. I, I want to hear more like genuine Wu-Tang records. Yeah. Not saying they should drop another album and all this other stuff because I feel like the the whole good Wu Tang album is yeah. over with. Yeah, mm-hmm. sadly. Yeah, but um, I I would like for them to do more stuff like this with real artists. Yeah. Not you know I don't want them to go way too pop or nothing like that. I just want them to stay normal yeah. and just do little stuff like this on songs that sound like they should have the Wu Tang Clan on them. Yeah, like this was a good you know old school sample. Mm-hmm. It sounded like a Wu Tang record. Mm-hmm. But some songs, I don't want to hear them on the trap beat. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's one Yeah, thing. like the, the joint with Logic, I felt like that was perfect. I yeah. really don't care for Logic, and I still didn't listen to that album. I just yeah. go to that song. Mm-hmm. But um, I think if they do more stuff like that, I, that'd be great. Yeah. I agree, I agree. Um, so, let's get into some topics that happened this week. The biggest thing, and speaking of beef, we've talked about a billion times. We're going to talk about this again. But there is new information, so I actually want to talk about it now. Drake versus Pusha T. Now, this lit up again when Drake appeared on LeBron's show, The Shop, which we talked about it a little bit earlier before the podcast. I don't like this show. 
This is my first time watching the show. I didn't like it. Really? Mm -hmm. Nah. It's it's too fake, man. Like I said, (laughs) I've never been to a barbershop where everybody just agreed on everything. Yeah. So, so what do you look for in this type of show, though? Because I, f- mm-hmm. I like it for the simple fact. I seen the first episode mm-hmm. also, and I like the um, the simple fact that he had Draymond Green there. Yeah, and they was talking about the finals, and we really don't get Draymond Green interviews like that, or mm-hmm. LeBron James speaking on stuff like that. So, um, overall, as far as the the whole show, that's the part I like about it. Hear from people we really don't hear from. And little stories and stuff like that, so that's that's my reasoning for liking it. Now I'm not looking for like diehard um, questions and answers yeah. like a Joe Budden podcast or whatever, but um, I think it's a cool show. I mean, I get that, and it's cool to see like athletes and people talk frankly because, like you said, we don't hear that a whole lot. But I would just like somebody there. Somebody should be the bad guy to LeBron's good guy. And mm-hmm. he has Maverick Carter there, but he's like a super good guy to LeBron's good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like basically people just kissing ass kind of. And like I'm saying, I'm not they don't have to ask like, you know, the the tough, 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 uncomfortable questions. Mm-hmm. But there were the, the whole thing was softball, man. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like and even the way they brought up the push a D diss. It was very, yeah. very, very yeah. you know, lobbing softballs. And it's like, come on, man, this ass was in your heart when you put that disc record out and then this is the first time that i've ever seen that show so i don't know how they normally ask questions or how they go about interviews but that one just seemed totally arranged and like pre like you know we gonna talk about this this is how we gonna go into this Mm -hmm. this is it yeah no it didn't seem very genuine it i agree because the way drake came in was fraud from the (laughs) get-go number one because okay they have the show starts with uh victor oladipo uh Mm -hmm. mo bamba some lady from the WNBA who is not Deli, getting a haircut. Deli Deli Don, yeah. Is that her name? I think who's not so, getting something a like that. I don't know. Deli Deli Don. It's a white girl yeah. who's in the barbershop for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> she kind of cool. There's though. always a token white person in every episode. Yeah. First it was John Stewart, then it was a WNBA <laughs> player. So I wonder who's gonna be on next episode. She's pretty, she pretty cool though. I like her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, who is she? She a WNBA player. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I probably would like her. I just didn't like her talking about the, the WNBA price thing. Is a, a goofy debate to me because nobody yeah. watches it. So yeah, they need to focus on getting people to watch it first. I'm about to say if they pay pay them all that money that the NBA makes, they'd be in fucking debt. Yeah, and probably go bankrupt. They would fold the league in a year. Yeah. <laughs> They would. Yeah, yeah. where the is biggest, getting the money from? Exactly. The biggest problem with them, and I know we're getting off topic. We'll get to Jake and push T in a minute. <laughs> but uh, the biggest problem with that is they're not recruiting women to watch the sport. Mm-hmm. They're saying, hey, men pay us more rather than women. If y'all really support women, watch the WNBA. They're not doing that yeah. because then they have to admit that the WNBA sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's why nobody watches it. Yeah. But they, I digress. They definitely need to um, market it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe towards like the LGBT or something. They're trying. I mean, yeah. Adam Silver, I've seen him on interviews. He's admitted that's the problem. He, they're marketing towards women, but women aren't watching. Older men are watching. Okay. So that's the weird thing about it. But we digress. Yeah. I digress, mainly. I'll put that on me. <laughs> so Drake and Pusha T, Drake comes in um, and they act like you know, he just came in late. <laughs> but everybody leaves once he comes in. Yeah. Which I'm sure the reasoning is because they wanted to have a private interview where nobody could talk about the other stuff that got left on the cutting room floor. 
Yeah. So it was a private discussion between <laughs> LeBron James, Maverick Carter, and Drake. By the way, LeBron is getting a haircut with a hat on, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, I, didn't even, I didn't even pay that any attention. He was getting the papoose. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's getting the papoose? A haircut, getting a haircut. He, uh, papoose a few years ago had a, a video where he was in a barbershop, and he never takes his fitted cap off, ever. Mm-hmm. He was getting an edge up, but he had his hat on still. Uh, how? <laughs> how is that even possible? <laughs> he was going bald. That was a video. It yeah, was a video. it was a music okay. video. It was some weird ass videos back in the day. That was like a world star exclusive video. Was it on MTV or nothing? Damn. So this was kind of recent. Then. Yes. Damn. It was like in 2010. So, probably. I was about to say, oh, was okay. it Kelly Rowland texting XL? Yeah, no. No, it wasn't that old. It wasn't that old. But let's yeah. uh, stay on topic, man. We got to stay on topic. Uh, Pusha T and Drake. So, uh, the things that Drake talked about here, number one, he talked about uh, his son. He uh, showed LeBron and Maverick a picture, but didn't show us. Yeah. Which I don't even know why he even... What was the purpose yeah, of that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He talked about that, and then he went into detail about how the his problems with Kanye. And now, he didn't mention Pusha T by name at all in this mm-hmm. interview. Yeah. He referenced him, but yeah. he kept it about Kanye. Yeah. He explained where the beef came from and he starts it off by saying he was invited to Wyoming uh, 40 went there first Yeah. apparently 40 text Drake while 40 was there and he said these guys are recording an album something we- weird is going on Drake is like okay that's kind of strange because apparently they had a agreement where Drake would just help out uh, whatever they were working on, but they didn't think he was coming with an album because he told uh, Kanye that he was dropping in June. Mm-hmm. So that happens. He goes to Wyoming. They work on Lift Yourself, apparently a version of the song we never heard mm-hmm. because that's the only thing that Drake said they worked on and completed while he mm-hmm. was out there. Mm-hmm. And while he's there, Drake mentions that he sh- he reveals his baby to Kanye talks about the problems he's having with his baby mama when he's dropping the music he's gonna have he played his album he played the march 30th song all that stuff yeah so drake leaves kanye releases lift yourself but it, it's a scoopity poop poopity scoop version yeah. yes it is not the drake written version and i don't know what drake wrote on it it might have just been a hook that was better than that mm-hmm. <laughs> but so he takes that as a shot like okay so they're just messing with me now Mm-hmm. Then Pusha T comes out with the diss. Drake takes that a certain type of way because he's, he wants to know how Pusha T found out about this information. He assumes that Kanye told him. Mm-hmm. And he goes on about how he had a record written, supposedly. <laughs> it never was released because he decided he didn't want to give that man any more energy or make him any any bigger than what he already is yeah. you know so i don't even want to put that in my life but he also <laughs> said he didn't he didn't want to let his his surrogate dad lebron james down either <laughs> <laughs> i i thought that was really i didn't know they were that close i thought that was really odd it was drake like i didn't want to let you down <laughs> and then drake said uh or then lebron like yeah i got the text from drake and he asked me what should i do He's yeah, like, like I told he, him, did drop really, it. No, he what, said, he said, what? what did I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> did this really happen this yes. way? Like, I, it sounded like it did. Are they yeah. really? I didn't know they were that close. 
I think they're very close, apparently. So, yeah. so I'm guessing um, LeBron don't care for Pusha T then. <laughs> Here's a funny thing. They put up video of LeBron working to Daytona, working out to Daytona. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So I don't know if they have a personal relationship, but I know he likes his music at least. Yeah. Okay. And even LeBron said, oh, as a hip-hop historian, I would have loved for you to go back at Pusha T. But as your friend, you know, we're family. You could never let me down. And what is a hip-hop historian? What do y'all define? Is LeBron a hip-hop historian? I would say LeBron is a hip-hop head. Mm-hmm. Because everybody jokes around like, oh, you know, LeBron just bumps to anything that's rocking right now. And yeah. he kind of does. But I've also heard him uh, bumping uh, Brother Lynch Hung, mm-hmm. who is a kind of obscure West Coast artist yeah. that not a whole lot of people have heard of. So when I see stuff like that, I'm like, okay, you 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 got some knowledge of the underground. Yeah, he he was on the Instagram live talking with the DMX lyrics, mm-hmm. reciting them word for word. I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. yeah. But he also loves Eminem, so I would question that. Yeah, <laughs> that's so weird because I don't. Some people told me he don't rock with MGK because you know this when um, Eminem dropped that second album, he mm-hmm. was kind of talking shit like he see was. yeah but he ne- i don't think he said anything about the mgk this song or anything like that that is kind of mm. weird yeah i don't know what happened i don't know why he don't like him i don't know mgk personally to know why you know yeah. lebron wouldn't like him mm-hmm. but it, it was just kind of weird being that he's from cleveland he dicks right everything else that's from cleveland that's hot Including yeah. Al Fats. Yes. So I don't I don't know why he would be against MGK other than he has a close relationship with Eminem that we don't know about. Yeah. And that's why he because he goes extra hard whenever Eminem drops anything. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh y'all idiots just don't get the lyricism in his album. Mm-hmm. He even liked the trash the first one that came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, not the recovery. The um. The revival. revival. Yeah, yeah, he loved that too. And I'm like, okay, LeBron, you trolling now. But I think they might have a relationship, like a business or personal relationship, where they're actually close mm-hmm. friends. Probably so, yeah. That has to be the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, so Pusha T, a couple days after this interview drops, he shows up on the Joe Budden podcast. Randomly. Randomly surprise yes. interview. Like Kyrie Irving on yes. first take. Was not promoted <laughs> at all. It came out, and Pusha T, to his credit, he went into he he went into the 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 war zone. Yeah, like they there were they asked everything that we wanted to know about, and they did it in a tone that wasn't just like we're talking to a friend here. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I respected, and so I made a bullet point of all the stuff that Dre, uh, Pusha T said. So real quick, we got to go through them. number number one Pusha T the most notable thing in this in this interview and the reason why he wanted to do it because he didn't like the fact that Drake referenced um, Pusha T making fun of 40 and his illness Mm -hmm. Drake said that uh, Pusha T wished death upon 40 and because of that like it's it's beyond rap I forgot to mention that too. Yeah. He yeah. said there are rules to rap beef. Yeah. And mm-hmm. him going him going at 40 was beyond yeah. the rules. And nah. he, somebody's going to punch him in the face. Somebody, not Drake, but somebody's yeah. going to punch him in the fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable <laughs> during <laughs> saying that. Saying yeah. that. Yeah, no. I feel like we've talked about that before like Drake 
Drake's not gonna do anything. Like his word, his lyrics don't really represent who we think he really is uh, is as person. He's kind of corny. He's not that. Yes. He's not that guy. I and agree. And they 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 talked about that too in the interview. Pusha T was saying the same thing. Like nobody took that seriously. That was a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. And even Joe Budden, who they're friends with Drake, mm-hmm. but even he had to point that out. Like, come on, well, he didn't have to put that in there. Yeah. He, and, and that's another thing too why I think Drake shouldn't even did this interview or put this out. I think in your silence, you look cooler or more mystical. Mm-hmm. So if he said nothing, we could just assume, hey, maybe he's going to handle this outside. Maybe he, maybe all the stuff he write about is true. But like mm-hmm. you said, Jasmine, when he talks and he tries to act tough, yeah. we can tell when you're not tough. Mm-hmm. So it sounded like a desperation attempt to try to save his streak. I don't know what it was or what he was trying to do. It was kind of a bad look. Mm-hmm. But back to the Joe Budden podcast. Pusha T goes and says that re- like pushes back against the fact that oh Kanye told him this information. Yeah. Pusha T said Kanye didn't tell him anything. Mm-hmm. Pusha T found out the information about Drake's son and the Adidas deal mm-hmm. and all the other personal info from 40s girl that he was talking to and messing with yeah and got upset because drake kept pushing this narrative that it was kanye it was kanye and then he felt so passionate about you know on the lebron show whatever he felt so passionate about uh for him talking about 40 and that's not even the case yes yes pillow talking yeah 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 um, some other things he said, and we'll react to this in a minute, but other things he said, he said Drake really did offer 100000 for info on Pusha T. Mm-hmm. And he played recordings of somebody who used to be close to him, an industry friend, who was apparently recruited by Drake to get information on Pusha T. Mm-hmm. And he played these recordings during the podcast. Um, also, he said he wasn't allowed in Wyoming when Drake was with Kanye, mm. and he doesn't know why Drake and Kanye have this bromance, basically. Yeah. Uh, he also said he wanted more than seven songs on Daytona. He said this before, but yeah. now we know again. And he also said Jay Prince was a very nice and respectable guy when they talked, and he didn't end the beef at all. <laughs> there was no OG call yeah. to end the Chill beef. Chill out. Yeah. 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 So, do y'all, oh, do y'all believe that? <sighs> Why would he say otherwise? Well, no. I mean, Why wouldn't he say otherwise? Well, here's the thing I don't think Pusha T was going to respond unless Drake said anything. Yeah. And Drake didn't say anything. So, what reason does the beef have to continue now? Mm-hmm. The beef ended because Drake submitted. And they said, um, and they, and they, and he kept bringing up that he had a diss song. Yeah. And Jay Prince said not to drop it. That's, you know that's too much or that so let's start there do y'all really believe that drake had a diss song a response i do after after hearing what he had to say i kind of do and hearing the fact that he was really searching for um like dirt and you know different things on push a team for a um, however much money he was doing it for, I feel like he did have a diss song, and he—that's why he was saying it was so terrible because he was doing the lowest things to get it. Like, yeah. just I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if it'll ever come out. No, or it won't. Leak. At this point, it never or, will come out. Nah, you don't yeah. think so? Yeah, nah, there's no chance. Like, like he's leak. very protective about his music, so yeah. no. Yeah. I think, um, I think it was, but 
Um, shit, uh, I forgot what I was about to say, but yeah, I think it was a this. I think it, I think he did have one in the tuck, but um, I think it was more aimed towards Kanye. Me too. Than Pusha T, mm-hmm. because like I said, what do we have on Pusha T? Mm-hmm. He can say, "Oh, you used to sell drugs. You ain't sell nothing for real." You, mm-hmm. you know, he can say that those type of lines, but. I think it would have hurt more people than Pusha T. I think it would have affect probably Kanye, probably the Kardashians. I don't know. It probably would have been. I think it would have been a big mess. Mm -hmm. But um, like I said, what I don't think it would have affect Pusha T at all. Yeah. And that would have made it look even worse. That you know this dude is bull. This dude is picking on you right now, Mm -hmm. and you not going to him. Like you picking on Kanye, who ain't even saying shit about you. Yeah. So, um, I think it was. I think it would have destroyed Kanye and others more than Pusha T. Do you think Kanye? It could do more to destroy Kanye's career than what Kanye has done recently. Uh, I don't think it'll destroy his career, but it could probably hurt him mentally. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's some stuff that you know he don't know, or some stuff we don't know, and it get out there. That's what I was thinking too. But um, hurt him mentally. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Kanye I, he'll still have a career and all that, but I think it'd be more of a long term effect on other people than just that situation. Yeah. I agree. I think there was a but I think for different reasons. I think there was a song recorded. I think Drake did have a response. I think he knew that it wasn't gonna do shit. And that's why he didn't release it. He can hide behind the excuse that I just didn't want to take it there because my fan base will look at me different and all this stuff. He was using excuses to talk like he was being the bigger man. No, Drake is petty. We know he's petty. If it was fire, he would have dropped it. And he would have dropped and it. And that's the part that get me because he the one <laughs> dropped the diss on. Yes. So now he trying to say, oh, you know, I'm not getting down like that. Like yeah. when the push the T never responded, then you'll be poking your chest out exactly. like exactly yeah, you know and you, you'll probably do it to somebody else who says something slick to you yeah yeah i want to bring that up too in a second but to the other debate that came from this whole conversation rules and hip-hop beef uh styles p was on i want to say hot 97 it wasn't the breakfast club it was Mm-mm. something i don't know but i watched that interview. yeah he it was talking with there. dave east yeah mm-hmm. and they were talking about this whole thing styles p says there's no rules in hip-hop beef drake goes on this show and says there are rules and push a t stepped over a line so at that point it's bigger than beef push a t gets on the podcast and says the same thing as styles p there's no rules to this you mm-hmm. know it's war mm-hmm. so what do y'all think about hip-hop beef do y'all think there are rules do you think there's a line that should not be crossed um, I've always thought that that's what the standard was in a hip-hop beef. The ones that we have known, there weren't really any restrictions that I know of. The same things were being talked about, pretty much. I don't know if it's just because now, it's Drake, like he's a pop star. He's a certain type of uh, celebrity now, a certain type of artist now. So maybe that's why he feels like there should be rules for him. Because he has a different audience that, um, you know, most hip-hop artists have. They don't have the same audience anymore. Yeah. So, but, nah, I think that they should have. There's no, I mean, there's no rules. Like, there's never been. Okay. Drake's just Drake. And I feel like the James Prince thing really just kind of blows my mind. 
to be James honest. Price. Like, you call him his government. Oh, Shoot, I ain't, Wait, I, what am I the, saying? The views of Jasmine do not reflect what do I that. Say? Of the, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? I don't know. It's Mr. Prince. Oh, what's, Mr. His, Prince. what's his real name? Mr. I, I, I guess it's James Prince. Oh. I don't know. Um, now I have to look it up. Oh, dang. <laughs> well, my bad, Mr. Prince. His but, name is James Prince. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that kind of blew my mind to see to hear that he didn't really make that call because I thought that was um, interesting anyway. I thought that was a, I thought that was kind of an excuse at the time to begin with and to hear that it didn't even happen. Why make it up? If... Yeah. I agree. Um, so, Figgy, what do you think about this? Do you think there are rules in hip-hop beef? Do you think a line was crossed with this beef with Pusha T's response? No, when it when it comes to beef like this, I don't think it should be rules or I don't think it is rules. But if you, I think it is a line. If you do cross that line, you know, when that person approach you, don't say, oh, it's just rap or whatever. Like, this person had a right to punch you in the face or do whatever he want to do to you because yeah. of something slick you said. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a rule where it's like, wow, you crossed the line. No, no. Like, Tupac pretty much said Prodigy <laughs> Sickle Cell. Yeah. He said, yeah. yeah, he said that. You know what I mean? So, um, I think people who do cross the line like that, they're ready to fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not no thing where it's like, oh, no, that's just rap. I was just rapping, you know. And then who's to say that everybody would have the same boundaries? Like, what who's what would those boundaries be? That's why there are none, because how who who's the gatekeeper of that? Nobody. Exactly. So how, how do you know what to what what to be what's to be touched and what's not to be touched? Then? Yeah. If they're like, no. Yeah, it, it ain't no boundaries or rules or mm-hmm. nothing like that. But even when you look at a real rap battle, like a, you know, TRL or something mm-hmm. like that, you, um, like, them dudes can say whatever the fuck they want. But if they, you know, they kind of pick Wait, and shoot. They have rap battles on TRL? Not TRL. What's the, uh, Fight Club? Fight Club. It's another one. URL? Or it's, I forgot the okay. name of it. I forgot the official name of it, but yeah, like Fight Club. They can say whatever they want, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But they choose and pick what to say because if you say something slick, that person might punch you in the mouth, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it depends on you. If you it push a T, took it to that place. So he waiting for somebody to step to him, you know what I mean? That's how I feel. So. Okay. See, I don't think the MS line was too far about somebody who has a terminal illness. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. We, Jasmine, are you making fun of sick people too? No, I, I mean, I don't think it was nice. I don't think it was the like the kindest thing to say, but I don't think it was something that he could say that he, oh, you can't say that just okay. because it's close to you. That just because that he, you know, that Noah or what's his name? His name is Noah Forty. Yeah. Just because he's you know your best friend doesn't mean that he can't say it. Okay. Yeah, and then like you brought up too, um, diff- people got different boundaries. Yeah. Pusha T said he said something about my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So what, he can't say nothing about your friend. And I thought that, that the, was, okay. He put that in a different perspective for me too, because at first I was thinking like for him to be so upset about Drake mentioning his fiance, like that wasn't enough for me. I didn't think that was I, like how Drake saying there are boundaries. It seemed like Pusha T was saying that was about like he did say that was a boundary for him, but for him to say that. You know, the girls, the women that Drake moves around and the stigma behind that, he was like, he didn't want that behind his wife. So I understood that then. I agree. He put it in a better perspective for me. I do think the comparison is kind of off because what Pusha said about 40 and what Drake said about 
Pusha T's wife are two completely different things. Because mm-hmm, he didn't really like, say when, too much about yeah. his wife. But it's his, but Pusha T's wife, that's his personal space, though. That's true. You know what I mean? And that's people like, do take what Drake says and they imply things. Yeah. So since, yeah. since he mentioned her, people would imply, like, oh, he must have smashed. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's, that, yeah, that's yeah. what he said, too. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's kind of like if me and you roasting each other right now. And, you know, we start off like, oh, yeah, um, you black. You black as hell. And you fat. And then I say something like, yeah, your girl didn't say that last night. Then you're going to be like, oh, so you're going to try to take yeah. it to that next level. And for um, Pusha T mentioning his wife was that next level. Like, all right, it's all on. Yeah. Because if Drake never said anything about his wife, if he just kept it, you know, you want a drug dealer for real type of flow. I don't think Pusha would have took it to that level. He probably would have. I don't know. He probably he, he probably wouldn't have mentioned the whole forty thing. Eh, I don't I think, think he. he would've... I don't think he would have mentioned forty. He would have stayed on Drake. Yeah, that's possible. I don't think he would have mentioned his friend like that. That's possible. Um, I will say this. I don't think. I I don't think personally there are rules either, but I don't know if I like the fact that media people are saying there's no rules in hip hop beef. Because and somebody brought this up when the Breakfast Club was talking about it. Somebody called and said, when this take gets taken too far, y'all are the ones who say, Oh, this is too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember I was young at the time, but I remember when Tupac and Biggie were killed. Mm-hmm. I remember how everybody was talking about this hip hop beef has gone too far. You know, lines were crossed, it got too personal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But before that, everybody just enjoyed the fuckery of it. Yeah. I think that's where we're at now mm-hmm. with all this stuff with Drake and Pusha T. Not saying anybody would ever get killed over it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if it did happen, people would look back and say, hey, that was too far. Mm-hmm. When uh, Khabib jumped out that damn cage and tried to fight everybody, the media started saying, hey, all the stuff that happened before the fight, all those comments, they, those maybe those went too far. Mm-hmm. And it got personal. Yeah. So I don't like the media coming around and saying, Trying "Oh, it, it, it's all fair." Yeah. And then when somebody gets hurt, they want to double back and say, "Y'all took it too far. It got too personal." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But personally, I don't think there's any rules either. Another thing, um, if you want to say that there are rules and Pusha T went too far, I don't know if I would necessarily fight you on that, but I would fight what too far was in the diss song. I thought the bar about 40 having MS, I think 40 is fair game because mm-hmm. 40 is Drake's producer. Mm-hmm. That's his 40 man. is his man. 40 is on his team. Yeah. 40 yeah. is in interviews defending Drake. Mm-hmm. 40 is his right-hand man. He's in the rap game. He probably helped make the fucking <laughs> diss song. Yes, yeah. he, produces, he produced the Meek Mill diss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is entrenched. He, he is in this too. Yeah. If you want to say anything went too far, I would say it was the shots at Drake's mom. <laughs> yeah. Because that nobody brought that up, yeah. but she, come on, man. She I had nothing see, to do with yeah, it. She, yeah. yeah <laughs> and to true. bring her into that, that that's the, another thing, too, how you know that Pusha T really doesn't respect Drake at all. Because if you talk about another black man's mama like that, Mm-hmm. You know, is is the rap beef is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> He's no. gonna find you yeah. on that. Yeah. But the fact that he felt so comfortable bringing up that line about his mom, and even Drake said he wasn't that offended by that. Yeah. In the interview. Yeah. He said, "Oh, the mom stuff, whatever. You don't know my parents." Yeah. Like, no, nah, I don't care who. If you take that shit about my mama, it, it it's mm-hmm. gonna be something different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. And I thought that was interesting too because he was like, he doesn't know my parents, but then. 
does he know 40 like that too? Apparently does he, he know- does because he knows her. And maybe that's why that hit him so hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe he knew or had some kind of inkling that his girl was talking. Mm-hmm. So maybe that affected him some way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what I thought personally. If you want to say anything went too far in the beef, the mama and the parents shots, they're they're not in rap. They're not in the rap game. His mama didn't do nothing to nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could have let her out of it. But 40, I think, is fair game because yeah, he's in there. So yeah. that's like if you have if you have say you had a beef with somebody and um you talk about them and then they come back on the whole podcast. It's kinda like, damn, like we we were sitting here talking about yep. it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it wouldn't it'll sound shitty if you be like, No, they wasn't it's between me and you, not them. Like, and we sitting here kikiing and stuff about yes. it too. Yeah. So I can't be mad at you know that man for dissing me too. So I agree, man. And yeah. uh, while we're on the sub- subject of forty, what do y'all think about the relevant re- revelation that apparently his girl was the one who supplied this info to Pusha T and others? Number one, do you believe it? Mm-hmm. Number two, how do you think this may affect their relationship going forward? Oh, she's done. No, I, as far as push it, uh, Drake and 40. Oh, I... Mm. Because he said some interesting things in his interview. Yeah. Pusha T said that 40 talked about being disgruntled working with Drake and mm-hmm. his own problems working with them. I thought I didn't know that he necessarily meant like personally. I thought maybe just in general, like the problems that Drake was having in the rap game at this moment. It sounded like he meant it in the way that he was upset with Drake over certain things in their career. Oh, okay. Which is yeah, believable. I didn't take it yeah. that way at first, but when you say that, I have you know. Hmm. So, do you believe this claim number one, mm-hmm. Jasmine? Um, I don't know. I yeah, yes, I can believe it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I be- yeah. I believe it. I believe it because mm-hmm. like I said, um dudes do pillow talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um I think he got caught slipping. <laughs> and um the girl probably I don't know if the girl was paid or what, but mm-hmm. I don't well the what? way he said it, she didn't know she was giving up, you know, confidential information. Yeah. Mm. I don't think she knew that she was giving up stuff that would be used against Drake. I think she was just talking. Yeah. And people which, talk about which people girls talk. do a lot. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's what I took from that, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think he, I think he kind of fucked up on that. And um, oh damn, I forgot what I was about to say. Shit. Damn, I mentioned uh, you mentioned something. What was the other question you mentioned? Um, uh, what before this? Yeah. Um. um See, I already the, forgot. The girl, yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm trying. I forgot where I was going to go with it. Um, yeah, I think, I think it could have an effect on the relationship between oh, yeah, Drake. That's right. Yeah, I think it could have an effect mm-hmm. on the relationship between Forty and Drake, though, because um, all this time we know how private and secretive Drake is. Yep. Yeah, and all this time he, you know, he's swearing up and down. It's Kanye. It's Kanye. It's yeah. Kanye. He did it. He the only person I told outside of this camp. And to hear that it came from, you know, it might have came from somebody like else weird. in my own camp. I think it's, I don't know, it kind of looks shitty on Drake part because yeah. he, you know, he pretty much. I mean, I don't I don't understand the relationship between Kanye and Drake anyway. Yeah. I don't know if 
if he even cared about. I don't think about... Pusha T understands it either. Yeah. He's talking like he had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do y'all think this is going to uh, weigh on Drake's, like, mentality and his, like, outer, like, because he's on, he's on fire right now. He's mm-hmm. on, like, nonstop. We, he's on this tour, you know, he's doing better than he had been in before before we found out about the child. I yeah. feel like that was a relief for him. But, like, how do you think this is going to affect him now, knowing that his best friend was a cause of one of the biggest beefs of his career? I mean, I think he's already extremely paranoid. Mm-hmm. So I think this will make him even more paranoid and more close-guarded. We probably won't see many more, if any more, interviews in the future. Because, like I said, I think this made him look bad. He got clowned. He got memed for it. Yeah. So I think because of that, I think he'll be a lot more secretive now. We won't hear from him unless it's in raps. Yeah. Probably for the near future. I think he will still do interviews, but it won't be that type of interview where it's like, oh, talk talk to us about this. What yeah. happened with this? It'd be more of a um, Tim Westwood where it's like, oh, yeah, we got Dre. Spit some freestyles. That's not really an interview, yeah. though. That's, that's why I said. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He might say a little stuff, let him talk his shit or whatever. Fire in the booth. Yeah, it might be something like that, yeah. But far as like, hey, um, what happened with this? Or explain, yeah. or even if he have an outlet where he wanted to talk about so I don't think that's going to happen again. Yeah. yeah. So to round out the whole beef now, now that I think we have more information than we had before, after these two interviews slash podcasts, how do y'all view the beef now? Do you view it any differently? Do you feel even worse for one person versus the other than you did before or did it affect your opinion at all on the beef uh i still i'm still iffy i don't know who to believe honestly okay especially because it's so long afterwards like pusha t kept mentioning that too it's been a long time like i have kind of let that go and now it's being brought up again so i don't really know I don't really know. Okay. I do feel for it. I feel that Pusha T has a good argument. Like he does, he did come with receipts and stuff. So yeah. I did. It does make sense why Drake, the the relationship. I we can see the relationship is weird. We like we he didn't have to tell us that. We can see that on our own. Like yeah. they sometimes they buddy buddy, sometimes they not. But I think that I would feel more for Drake just because it's not all fun and games anymore. Like whatever type goofy relationship that he has with uh, Kanye it's not like fun anymore yeah no that's over now yeah that's over now <laughs> yeah no it's not it's not cool anymore because of the fact that no not not that I'm saying in the fact that 40 did like he was the one to tell Kanye mm-hmm. like so he's done like plant like whatever you know how Pusha T was very adamant about he he don't do what they do he don't do what they do I feel like this is maybe a slapping Drake's face of reality of like maybe he not gonna do what he once did and move how he once moved with Kanye and like acting like that again yeah I think that's over now yeah so Figgy what about you man um I think when when the whole shop episode came out mm-hmm. with Drake after that I kind of felt sorry for Drake I'm like damn Kanye maybe did backstab him like that so I kind of mm-hmm. felt for him a little bit Yeah, I'm like damn that's kind of you know messed up but <laughs> once the Pusha T shit came out I'm like ah he just playing the sympathy card you know what I mean mm-hmm. I felt like Drake was trying to get that good guy role again like hey he did this he talked about my friend. Like, out of all things, that's the part you, you know, that made you lose it. Yeah. With him talking about 
somebody that we all knew that was sick because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it wasn't no breaking news. We knew he was sick. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I feel like, and then not to mention the whole interview is edited. Yes. Yeah. So, um, after that, I was just kind of like, uh, I think, I think Drake just got caught slipping for real. He yeah. thought he could just manhandle, uh, push the T like mm-hmm. he, he did Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. But it didn't <laughs> didn't really work out like that. Yep. Yeah. So now I think he's trying to backtrack a little bit and trying to say, you know what, I'm a bigger man than this, mm-hmm. and that's not what I'm about. I don't, I'm not about this messy mess type shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I kind of I kind of felt I f- felt sorry for Drake at first, but now it's kind of like ah, it is what it is. Yeah. Now he's he's still rich. And people still fuck with him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That actually yeah, leads into yeah. my point on it, man. Um, I thought it was very interesting how on this same episode, LeBron talks about losing the 2011 NBA championship versus the Dallas Mavericks, his first year with the, with the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. He says he thought it was going to be easy. He thought it was going to be easy that year mm-hmm. because he's teaming up with people, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, in their primes, mm-hmm. and he thought that they were just going to run through and it wasn't until he got challenged that he realized what he had to do mm-hmm. to get to where he wants to be. And it wasn't going to be easy. Mm-hmm. I think the Meek Mill beef or battle being as easy as it was for Drake had him thinking the same thing. Yeah, I think he thought it was going to be easy. Yeah. I think he just thought he it was going to be another Meek Mill situation where he drops a hot song. Everybody says, oh, you killed Pusha. He yeah. gets all the praise and acclaim leading to his album perfect mm-hmm. he didn't realize push a t is well versed he in was ready thing. he was ready for yes it. Mm-hmm. he had something in the tuck so uh with that being said i don't think he ever stepped it up really to where it needed to go and also and we i bring this up with uh azalea banks as well you can't be the bully and the victim yeah you got to be one or the other Mm-hmm. That's why I thought Azalea Banks was a clown when she went on Wild and Out and cried. Yeah. When she yeah. talks all this shit online. And then mm-hmm. just never mind. Yes. Either you're the bully or you're the victim. You can't be both. Drake tried to be the bully at first. Mm-hmm. And then he got punched in the face. Yeah. And now he's claiming foul. Yeah. He's saying Pusha T went too far, man. <laughs> it is not fair. Yeah, and then and he mentioned how he studied. I studied battle rap. Yeah, and, and no, that's not how it's supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like a dork, man. He did. Yeah. He he really sounded like he's from Canada there. <laughs> so I think and he had that UK accent. Yes, the, and the, the whole blame Kanye thing is another way he can make himself look like a victim. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. just being used. I went to Wyoming and he took my song and he just shit it all over it. I then took my lie. release date. He got me. He got exactly. me with the whole empathetic um, story. Like yep. th- that was a good storyline for him. And I, we also talked about that too, like a, a while back on the podcast. I think about how it just sounds good for him in a yes. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's victimizing himself, and I'm like, okay, if you wanted to do that, you should have did that from the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't come out being the bully. Mm-hmm. Don't make mob ties. Don't make uh the Duddy freestyle, whatever the fuck it was called. Duffy. Don't the Duppy freestyle. Don't do all that. Yeah. And then when it gets hardcore, 
You want to play the victim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Either be one or the other. Be the victim the whole time. Be the bully the whole time. Don't switch it up. We don't believe you. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing I thought was interesting real quick on that part, Drake mentioned how instead of responding to Pusha T, he put that energy into finishing his album. Mm -hmm. He also mentioned at that point he didn't have certain songs made yet. Mm -hmm. One of the songs he mentions that weren't made yet until after that was in my feelings. feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I took that like, okay, that had to be some kind of message. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because we know after that happened, he is not cool with Kanye anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have beef now. Then he makes that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have forgiven it if I had the thought that that song was made a long time ago mm-hmm. when they were still cool. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe it is that Kiki TV reporter from Canada, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Now, I can't help but think that's a shot at Kim Kardashian and Kanye. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. And it's crazy because all of these things that are making sense now, we already talked about, like, already knew. We just didn't have any evidence behind them. Now we have things to back up the theories that had already been rolling around and going around. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> So another, we, I wanted to pick on Pusha T a little bit too on his podcast, away from the Drake stuff, because I do think he was kind of, you know, doing his own stumbling and mumbling mm-hmm. when yeah. certain tough questions came up. So a few takeaways from his interview slash podcast. Number one, I don't think him and Kanye are cool at all. Mm. Honestly, I think they have a working relationship. I think they talk to each other. But from the way Pusha T talks about Kanye, I don't think he understands why he does the stuff. He doesn't co-sign anything he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're really not close like we thought they were. Yeah. And that also leads me into thinking, what does Pusha T do as president of good music? Because he didn't have a whole lot of answers yeah. for what happened during that whole month of good music rollout. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Push that was Kanye's idea. Yeah. Pusha T is a president. Does he have nobody thought that was a good idea but Kanye? So does does anybody have say in good music but Kanye? Yeah. Can Pusha even have control over his old album because he wanted more than seven songs? Yeah. Kanye said, "Oh no, only seven. Yeah. You're the president of good music. Mm-hmm. You can't even control your own album." Yeah. I yeah I think I think his title, uh, even though his title is the president of good music, yeah. I think his job is to probably um, scout for talent at that this point. Be. Maybe see who's hot, and maybe you know try to bring them to the team. Because I, don't, I mean, I don't think he, I don't think he's in charge of Kanye's album or any other album. I think they do their own thing. Yeah, but um, I think Kanye got total control over <laughs> everything that dropped. It seems like it. I think that's the problem with most of them and why we weren't satisfied with most of them because he don't consult with nobody. He does it all himself. He thinks he's the one. He it's, thinks it, he knows it all. That's what Pusha T said, too. Like, he yeah. thinks he's always right. Yeah. But I just wonder, like, now we have confirmation that nobody can really talk to Kanye like that. Not mm-hmm. even Pusha T, who is supposed to be the president of good music, mm-hmm. but we don't really see him acting presidential as far as the whole thing goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the last note on this whole thing, so James Prince, as Jasmine called him, not us, I called him Mr. I'm Prince. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, Jay Prince responded to Pusha T's comments. 
Uh, well, I didn't see this. Yes, he was on TMZ. <laughs> Which what? I, okay, we gotta talk about this real quick. <laughs> Jay Prince never talked as much as he has this entire year. Yeah. Never. <laughs> he went on the book tour. I understand, but seeing Jay Prince on TMZ is just kind of funny to me. Seeing him on Instagram. It's funny to me. He's just in a spotlight. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember him being in that spotlight Never. Like that. Yeah. Never. Like we knew who he was, but he was more of a mythical figure, like a boogeyman. <laughs> now, when I see him on TMZ, I'm like, all right, you, you that dude now. Yeah. But um, he said concerning Pusha T's comments, I don't consider this a beef anymore. No, what? Not the voice. Pusha T is like an ant to us. Like an ant that crawl around, you know? We could smash him anytime we choose to, if that's something we wanted to do. But that's not the case here, you know? I came involved to <laughs> I can't wait. I came involved to put this to rest in. As far as I'm concerned, this is dead. But this strictly is an act of damage control. And pigs pen. And pig pen. <laughs> <laughs> pigs rolling around in the, the pig, pig pen. The pig pen. Uh, oops, what is that? It's damn TMZ. Oh, the music's still playing. I was going to play a Jay Prince drop real quick. <laughs> okay, fuck it. This thing is fucking up. But what do y'all think about Jay Prince inserting himself? Number one, Pusha T says that Jay Prince didn't really end this beef. Do y'all believe that? And number two, what do you think about Pusha, uh, Jay, Jay Prince's comments? Regarding this here altercation between these two rappers, <laughs> I, I don't think he. Um, I don't think he ended the beef. I, I to me, ended the beef is calling that person saying, "Hey, like, chill out. It's over with. You know, yeah. Don't release anything else. Don't talk about it. You know, we won't talk about it. Y'all don't need to be doing this. Let's, you know, end this. Yeah, that's ending the beef. I don't think he called him and told him that. I think it was more of a, you know, y'all need to chill out type of thing to his party. So, um, yeah, I don't think he called and, and talked to Pusha and said, hey, stop this right now. And as um, far as his comments, though, I mean, maybe he could smash maybe he could smash Pusha T like an ant. Probably could. He probably got a lot of um, connects and all that. Mm-hmm. But right now, Drake looked like the the weaker person in this situation so um drake you know drake not losing millions and all this other stuff but for this situation i don't think he had in pusha t career because pusha t is not commercial it's not like he you know got radio hits and all this other stuff he been underground yeah so he's fine just where he at if he sell seventy five thousand records mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll be he, he cool with that you yeah. know what i mean yeah. So, yeah. The, the, the ingredients was overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing about Jay Prince. I think he was used as a scapegoat in this beef. I think Drake wanted out, and he needed a reason to get out. Jay Prince was on a book tour. He said, I got this. He said, let me take the heat. Mm-hmm. Let me say that I ended it. And Drake was cool with that. I don't think Jay Prince came in and said, hey, don't say anything, Drake. We'll dead this. I think he realized that Drake was backed into a corner, and he did what he had to do to get him out of it. Yeah. Mm. But he probably would have made – do you think he would have made it out? 
This is going back to old discussions. But. I mean, I don't know. I don't know I, what Drake would have dropped. I think so we can't really judge it off of what we think he might have said. Yeah. I think Drake still would have sold a bunch of records. Yes. He still would have been on the charts. But as far as this little beef thing, I think, you know, I don't think he would have came back from this. He probably would have dropped some fire where people be like, oh, yeah, see, exactly. it's better. Mm-hmm. But it would have been going back and forth, back and forth. And I don't think you'll outdo Push as far as diss songs. No. Dis- disrespectful diss songs. So uh, I think that was just the wrong person to do it. Meek Mill might have been perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, Pusha T, he <laughs> he been around since the 90s, 2000s. So um, I think that was just the wrong person to do that with. So I don't, I don't think he would have came out, you know, on top of this uh, this situation. Yeah. He would have still been rich. He would have still had money. Yeah. Still been on the charts. So he probably his image probably would have took a little toll, you know, of him being this good guy. He probably would have been looked at as mm-hmm. a, you know, back depending on what he released. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think he would have still been fine. Yeah. I don't think Drake would ever be looked at as a bad guy. Because number one, people don't know Pusha well enough mm-hmm. to view him as a good guy. Yeah. I mean, when this whole beef started, remember they had articles explaining who Pusha T is yeah. to the people who had no idea. Mm-hmm. So I don't think no matter what he said, people would have people would have turned on Drake. Yeah, and I don't think so. Number two, it none of this even mattered, honestly. People don't care about hip-hop beef. They care about what they can dance to in a club, and Drake is the master of putting together hits. Yeah. So if he dropped this same album, no matter what, if he dropped a weak response and everybody killed him for it online, as soon as In My hit Feelings hit, yeah. nobody would care. He would, yeah. yeah. So like Drake I said, would be he fine. Got, he got enough fans to be like, oh, well, he got money. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, his career wouldn't have been over or nothing like that. Exactly. He just would have lost the, the battle. And I think that goes back as well to what uh, Styles P was saying. I think Drake knows now what world he needs to stay in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because Styles P was saying that. He was like, stay over there. Stay in the pop music. But he wants to dip his foot into everything. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a respected lyricist. He wants to be uh, a nigga who raps in Spanish. Yeah. He wants to be appealing to UK people and talking a British accent, talking yeah. Jamaican rhythm flow and all that shit. Yeah. And he wants to be the best battle rapper out. Mm-hmm. You can't do everything. Yeah. He the only person that probably could have or can. But you notice when you look at people like a Flo Rider or yeah. Pitbull, they not dipping in back and forth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Pitbull could do it. He can rap. He can rap. He, he did. came up battling. He he was from the street. He could actually do it. Yeah. And pull it off. But he realized where the money was. Yeah. He stayed, and he stayed a, in that lane. Mm-hmm. That was more successful for him. Mm-hmm. So he didn't like dip back and forth. So once yeah. he made that crossover money, it was over. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> respect him for it too, man. Yeah. You have to. Yep. But I think Drake is a type of dude who he talked about this a little bit in the interview, how he never went to a black barbershop growing up because mm-hmm. his mom was, like, scared of that environment. <laughs> so I think a part of him is, like, obsessed with that hood culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants to be in it. He wants to be a battle rapper. He wants to be a street dude. But if you didn't grow up like that, you can't just become that. Yeah. And when you try, we see what happened to Tupac. 
Like yeah. we see what happens when you try to. And not saying he wasn't about it. I'm just saying like he, he put it, he, his friend he said have, he wasn't a street dude. He didn't have to be in that environment. Yes. Mm. Now, I mean, some people grew up in that environment where they they was born and raised in that, and they yeah. got out of that. But some people wasn't born and raised in the hood. Yeah. And they still associate themselves by going to the hood to be to say like, oh yeah, I'm part of yes. this. Where they ain't have to. If man, if I ain't have to be a part of the hood, man, I would be cool with yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But everybody leaves once they make it. <laughs> for good reason. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's all I had to say about the beef. Um, I think we covered all the angles that were important. Did mm-hmm. y'all have anything else y'all want to close on concerning the pig pen nah. that this turned into? Nah, I just do, I'm interested to see where it goes from here. Yeah, I was life. about to say, do you think this is the end, or is, will something else pop up? Because I, I I feel like the only person that could say something now is probably Kanye. They say I didn't leak on rec. I didn't play his records, bro. I think Kanye will say something because he gets into these rants yeah. and he just talks off the dome. Yeah. So he'll let something go. I think Drake will continue to take shots subliminally, but he won't make a response record officially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think uh, Pusha T uh, said he's working on a new album as well. I bet you he dropped some subliminals as well. But I think we're back to square one with this beef. Yeah. You know, just subliminals being dropped back and forth. No full-on beef, no full-on diss records. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so what else happened this week? Uh, so I want to talk about this since we have a Mac Miller fan yes. in attendance. So Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson apparently officially broke up. Their engagement is over. Yes, that's And quick. it happened pretty quick. The engagement happened after a couple weeks, and it also ended in a couple similar fashion. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I, I didn't really care about that much because I thought that was coming anyway. I did think it was interesting, the reported reason why they broke up. Um, apparently, it's being reported that uh, Pete Davidson sent intimate, quote, unquote, pictures to Mac Miller, of course, while he was still alive, mm-hmm. um, to let him know that Ariana Grande was off the market and that they were a couple now and he needs to back off. Oh, wow. And reportedly, this is part of the reason. She had no idea about this at the time, mm. but she found out later. Of course, she's still, I think she's still mourning Mac. Uh, she canceled her Saturday Night Live appearance where Kanye eventually took over. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to be the guest on that one. But um, apparently, that was named as a reason why they broke it off. Mm. Now, Mac and Miller, super fan. Yes. Are you going to be in Ariana Grande's mentions in her comments, throwing some shade and throwing some hate? Why would I be throwing I, I, I mean, at her? Pete Davidson, my Oh, bad. yeah. Yeah, no. I think that was. Was he out of bounds? Yeah. Huh? I think that was real ugly of him. Why did he need to do that? If they were really sincere in this relationship, which they obviously were not because it's over already, mm-hmm. then why would he need to let Mac Miller know? Mac Miller would find out on his own or let oh. her be the one to tell him. Don't don't do that. That's ugly. especially knowing why would you take sap like take stats? It looks really bad on his behalf because why would you take saps at somebody that's already like struggling with the fact that they've broken up anyways? I kind of get it. I could, I think sending See, a picture together. I mean, it, that might be a little too much. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know the situation. 
if Mac was like still trying to text or talk yeah. to her. But I think it came I out think, that they were still friends after they broke up. Okay. So it was likely that they were still talking. Yeah. So I can understand the quick text like, hey, man, you know, we together, you know, so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of chill out a little bit. Yep. But, um, yeah, I kind of get it. But a reason to break up, like, I don't know. I, f- I feel like that's a little petty to break up with somebody. Well, people, I mean, people are alleging that this is, took part in number one. And I don't know how to feel about this, but it's been assumed that Mac Miller's death was in part suicidal. Mm. So if you take that into consideration while he was dealing with this breakup that he was clearly still hurt about and this picture might've plus the engagement announcement could have been might've pushed him over the edge to just, you know, go way in deep with whatever he was doing at the time. So I think that's mainly being the reason why they broke up because she thinks that that might've contributed to his overdose. Yeah. But I agree with you, Figgy. I get it. Cause we've <laughs> talked about, we've talked about this before. Can you be friends with your ex? Yeah. And I don't really think so because the thing we niggas always try to fuck. Exactly. And <laughs> once mine, always mine, as they say. <laughs> so <laughs> niggas always try to creep back in Disgusting. there, keep one foot back in the door. Yeah, no. So if you have a dude and y'all are engaged and then uh, your the ex is still trying to text, mm-hmm. you know your man's going to feel some type of way. If it was the other way around, Jasmine, you'd feel some type of way too. Yeah, no, I would. I, do, I would feel some type of way. Like, why are you still, like... Why are you still texting? For one, it'd be different. Uh, it would be different if they weren't responding. If the the ex is just blowing up the phone, then let that's fine. Block them. Yeah. But if you're responding to the ex, and that's why the ex blows up your phone every now and then, then that's a different story. Well, I mean, if y'all were in a long-term committed relationship for mm-hmm. years, oh, yeah. it's hard to just break that off. Is yeah, it? So, it, you don't it, think it is? It, it is. Because, like, uh, I know being married is different, but... My parents was together for 25 plus years mm-hmm. and they end up, you know, splitting up. And um and my mom still call them. Like even for if it's for for little shit or to see how you doing that type of thing. And she explained to me because at first I was I was a little hard on it like, "Dang, why you keep, you know, y'all over? Like be with your man or whatever." Mm-hmm. But um she explained and said, "It's, you know, I I've been with this person since I was 21." Yep. And it's hard to just say, oh, it's over. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, never talk whenever, again. Yeah, whenever I need something, I go to him. Or if I need to talk, I go to him. We still cool. Yeah. So you know, so I kind of, I kind of get it. I know they wasn't together for twenty one plus mm-hmm. years. But it's like, for example, if you broke up with your wife, y'all would still talk. Yeah. Y'all been together for seven years. Yeah. So <laughs> y'all would still Going likely be years. friends. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. There's that. Yeah, it's hard to just be like, nope, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Unless something crazy, <laughs> some crazy unforgivable happen. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know the context to what happened. If he, if, if, if Pete was being the ass mm-hmm. and was just sending like. a picture of, you know, her like, you know, kissing or something like, hey, this mine's now. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, then, I, I respect that though. Honestly, yeah. like, I mean, I mean, he ain't have to do that though. But if it's like a simple, hey, man, I'm dating her now. Yeah. We getting serious. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, just kind of lay off but a little bit. But here's the thing. They're celebrities. He knew they were dating. <laughs> yeah. So there's no true. need to reiterate that. That's true. If you're still <laughs> talking to her, it's because you know you still have a shot. Or maybe yeah. they're just cool friends. Like, it seemed like they were still talking. Mac Miller kind of references it in his last album. But I think they just know. Like, I respect the move from Pete Davidson. Yeah, we I look at it. it bad because of the death of Mac Miller. Yeah, I get it. But though. if he lived, I'd be like, "Shit, that's yeah, yours, I man." It. I think yeah. that I think the part that looks so bad is her not knowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the simple fact that she just found out that he that's did what that. Happened. Yeah. That's I think that's the that's why it looks so bad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean, if he probably if she would have knew it would it wouldn't even be a big deal right now. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree, but I respect the move, man. But oh well, I knew that wasn't gonna last either way. Yeah, it was it too seemed, quick. It was quick it was and it weird. seemed fake. It was yeah. weird. It was yeah. too quick. I have a theory on the Ariana Grande relationships. What? I think they're all <laughs> fake. Why? The Mac Miller one looked more. That genuine, was more genuine. But the bit Sean. Think about it. Everybody who she dates turns into megastars afterwards. <laughs> so uh, it almost is like a relationship with Ariana Grande is like a press run. So you think Look at Big paid? Sean. Big Sean was no... I think it's a label-created <laughs> thing. Because yeah. Big Sean and Ariana Grande did not look like a natural couple. They nah, did nothing about like a, them. It looked like a big brother, little sister. Yes, yeah. it was weird. But as soon as that happened, Big Sean became a superstar. He was big for those few years. Then Mac Miller comes along. A lot of people don't know Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. He does a successful album where Ariana Grande is all in the videos, a bunch of duets. He becomes bigger. Yeah. Then Pete Davidson, who nobody knew who the fuck he was. <laughs> he was the least funny person on Saturday Night Live. Now he's opening for Dave Chappelle and yeah. Jon Stewart. Yeah. And he was god-awful, too. He's terrible. <laughs> yeah. He's terrible. But suddenly he gets his huge career boost, and everybody knows who he is now. Mm-hmm. So Because of her? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The, the only thing got, I got to say about that is what do she got the game for it? I mean, it'd be different if they both had something to gain. But, you know, Big Sean, he he pretty much blew up off of her. Yep. Matt Miller, he got some notoriety off of her. Now Pete Davidson got some notoriety off of her. So yeah. what is she gaining from it? I so know. I don't know if they paying her. <laughs> or, I, maybe yeah. she is. She getting some features or beats yeah, or something? something. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> the Illuminati works in strange ways, man. I I'm, don't know. I need to date her. <laughs> <laughs> but I just know she always seems to date down. Yeah. And brings these people up. Yeah. So that's just how I saw it. That's a come up. It really is. <laughs> a stimulus package, as they say. Yeah. So uh, apparently Leroy... Also, uh, <laughs> friends of the show and a guest, previous guest for our 50th episode. What up, Leroy? Past correspondent. <laughs> yeah, the Beyonce, Beyonce correspondent. correspondent. Yeah. Yes, we have a political correspondent, Jess, yes. and our Beyonce correspondent, uh, Leroy. Yes. And our Chris Brown correspondent, of course, Jasmine. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so apparently, tell us about this this theory that Leroy presented. All right, so we was you know we was talking that um, we was discussing the LMA album and different R&B albums, and he mentioned how he think Destiny Child is about to drop an album. Mm-hmm. So I asked him how, mm-hmm. and he said that um, Kelly and um, I don't want to say Beyonce, but pretty much Kelly, I guess, leave a lot of roses, rose comments on their you know Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he also said Beyonce on the on the run tour, they had 
like a little quick video of roses, mm-hmm. just random roses. So he said he think they about to gear up and um, do an album. He think it's going to be a surprise album this year. So uh, I kind of thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then this was like two two or three days ago. And then I think today um, this article came out saying um, or Beyonce and Kelly rolling working on a new album. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I, I mean, here's the thing. I used to call things like this stupid. But then Jasmine, early in her, her appearances here, mm-hmm. I remember you predicted there was a new Beyonce album coming yeah, because of some goofy way that Beyonce had her hair or yeah. some shit. Because she had had her hair the same way for like a long, and all her pictures for the longest yeah. time. Like the slightest detail. The Beehive, they know. They know. Like <laughs> I'll the admit, slightest I thought that details. was stupid. Exactly, but, but <laughs> it came. It came. The, the, the album did come. Yeah. A couple months later, they did drop the Carter's album. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at this point, it is like, shoot, I believe anything now. Yeah. The conspiracy theorists have been right. I've yes. been proven wrong. The beehives, so, they always know. They yeah. do know. Mm-hmm. On top of, um, I think they said Kelly been kind of in a good mood, been moving a little different. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Why do y'all think she, why do y'all think it's just the two of them and why not Michelle? Because nobody ever gave a shit about Michelle. <laughs> but, but is that like a slap in the face? Well, I'm sure she may, like, do yeah, think she was offered? She didn't want to be a yeah. part of Yeah, it. Michelle, she do a lot of... Um, Gospel I, stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it could be something like that. But I think they're all cool, though. Yeah. They, like, sisters, for real. Yeah. So I don't think it's no beef where it'd be like, nah, we don't want to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, Michelle probably was like, you know what, I'm with the Lord right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And the content so, they were going to go yeah. might be something be, that does not yeah, jive what true. she's doing right now. I would like to hear them all together, though, at least. It, well, really, you begging for a, a Michelle feature? Why not? <laughs> I just feel like, you know, I, like... I was I was talking about this a couple of days ago because I ended up listening to their last album. Mm-hmm. And uh, you notice how Michelle always go last, and they yeah. always switch up the beat for her. Why yeah. do they? Why do they switch the whole beat up for her, and she go last? And it's always a softer verse, like the more like yeah. Because vocally, Be- I don't think she was as good. Yeah, no, and- I, I just thought that was funny because they um because songs always start off with like Beyonce, yeah, mm-hmm. um, Hook, and then Kelly. Hook, and then it's like this different bridge, yep. and the beat just totally switch over. Then it's Michelle. <laughs> well, they do that a lot in girl groups. They did that for Left Eye and TLC Records, mm-hmm. you know, because she was the, she wasn't a singer; she was a rapper. Yeah, that's so they always that's under- the beat for her. A little that's bit. understandable, though. But I did. Well, <laughs> I, I never really noticed that, but that is true. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that was I thought that was funny. That yeah. is that is kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, so apparently, uh, uh, Destiny's Child, or I don't know what they would call this new group without Beyonce Michelle, and Beyonce <laughs> and Kelly, album might be coming soon. What do you think it would sound like in 2018? Like Beyonce's last two albums, like <laughs> Lemonade and well, the Carters. It, it, well, Lemonade it sound, and it, Beyonce. It would be more of a trap sound, likely, mm. like a modern R and B sound. I don't think it would really sound. I don't think it would have any ballads on it. I don't think it would have the old school Destiny's Child flavor. I think they would sound, you know, how she has been sounding for the last few years. If they do, I think they might have like one or two tracks like that. It could be. Yeah. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully there's something for the old school fans. I don't think so. Because K- K- Kelly was always that person who tried to bring out like an urban hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Beyonce will have a lot of pop hits that will, you know, play urban. 
Yeah. But Kelly was always the one that made the motivation featuring Lil Wayne. Yeah. She made those type of records. So I could see them two doing the. You trying to dip out, Jasmine? No, I got to. Oh, go ahead. Go. 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 You're <laughs> holding it down. Um, yeah, so I could see her making the. Um, the BET Awards happened this past <laughs> week. Yeah. <laughs> it's got real awkward because everybody's just looking at Jasmine nah. Lee. Shit, I was about to dip out when you said uh, BET you... Awards. <laughs> no, uh, the BET Hip Hop Awards, man, we didn't watch this, so give me a quick conversation. The only thing I saw was Cardi B's performance. Yeah. Because she was shaking a whole lot of ass. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious how people was like, yes, Cardi B, yes. But when Nikki do it, it's like she doing too much. Yes. She trying to get all this attention and so Well, I, I think it's a difference in age too. Cardi B still new on the scene. I feel like Nikki is going on 35. Like how long is she going to keep shaking ass and yeah. wearing thongs? And like at some point, <laughs> don't you have to grow up your content? I mean, or that's, mix it up a little bit. I mean, that's her image, though. It is, but at some point... Like, she's supposed to go out in a long skirt and not show shit? She's been showing her ass for years. Why would she stop now? <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Figgy. Would you ever go to a strip club and, and want to look at a, a 40-year-old stripper? No. Or do you want to see the 25, 24, 23-year-old grow the fat ass? Yeah. Be honest, man. Like, yeah, nobody wants to see... Like, at some point, it gets embarrassing. But what should she do, though? Like, how should she come out? Because that's where everybody talk about. When yeah. she posts a nasty picture or a sexy picture, that's the picture people are reposting. That's the picture that's getting the likes. It's not like, like, you don't want to, you know. So, I mean, that's her That's her deal. Yeah. But it, it's just hilarious how people, like, I, I actually posted on Facebook that, you know, Every time Cardi B twerk, it's like, yes. And when Nicki do it, it's like, she doing too much. That's true. So a whole bunch of um, whole bunch of Cardi B, not Cardi B, but uh, Nicki Minaj haters came through like, nah, I like Cardi anyway, though. Yeah. And so it, it ain't even get to that question. It got to the whole, um, well, Nicki is corny. Her music is whacking. Cardi B is way better. We relate to her more. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like, eh. But it's funny how people use the double standard like That's that. That's true. That's true. Because it's not like Nicki Minaj looked like a sixty-year-old lady. You know what I mean, That's she still looked she still looked presentable enough to yeah, show her I mean, ass. She looked good without the age. If we didn't know how old she was, we wouldn't say shit. <laughs> now, once she her ass started dropping and wrinkles, yeah, and then that's when it's kind of like nah. But because Janet do the same thing. But Janet don't don't show ass like that. She anymore. don't show ass, but and she, she honestly did it a little longer than she should have. Yeah, <laughs> but but it was kind of her. I mean, people yeah. go to those shows to see that. <laughs> they don't they don't want to see her in a fucking long sweater. I mean, that, that's kind of that, her. Like it, like I said, if she started looking old, mm -hmm. where it's just like it's not looking too good, then that's when it's like yeah, you should tone it down. But so you think she just keep shaking ass until forty? And I mean, still, I mean, that's her moneymaker. Yeah. <laughs> that's but her. How, how, the question is, how long can that work? Not just, yeah. here's the thing, like, you have to stay evolving as an artist. Nicki mm -hmm. Minaj found a lane, and she stayed in it forever. forever. Yeah. And that that's the kind of lane that's a young person's game. 
Mm-hmm. So Cardi B is still young. She was a stripper, so she has that background already. We already see her as that type of chick. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj came in. First off, she came in with the whole Barbie shit, yeah, which wasn't even like the whole dirty stripper act. It was more like the whole makeup, yeah, all crazy fake. wigs, all this stuff. Yeah. Then she went down a more ratchet road a little later on in her mainstream career, but it's a lane that you can only stay in for so long, man. And yeah. the Anaconda video, you ain't gonna top that. Yeah. So I mean, that's just her whole thing. Like I said, like. Beyonce, when did Beyonce just stop doing what she do now and just start being real covered up? Look, like, she show her ass all the time, She too. does, and that's a and question, she, too. Yeah, she ain't going to... I mean, why would she stop <laughs> at this point? I mean, I've seen criticism of Beyonce for that. I've yeah. seen people look like, you know, she's a mother. She's getting up there in age. Like, how long is she going to keep cursing on these records? How long is she going to keep shaking ass and doing that? But she, to Beyonce's credit, she don't do it like Nicki Minaj or Cardi B. Yeah, she don't, yeah. She don't wear thongs on stage. She don't be twerking like that. Mm -hmm. She does it in a more classy, Janet Jackson type of way. Yeah, I mean, it's performing. And she she don't go to the grocery store like that. But, you know, look at people like Madonna. Madonna do the same, even though that's a bad example. Yeah. But Madonna, that's... That been her for years. But Madonna, I mean? that's a good example though, because Madonna switched it up. Madonna came out as the eighties pop star, not overly sexual. A few albums in, she got extremely sexual. And mm-hmm. then she went on the beautiful stranger type shit, the whole country vibe. And then she went in the EDM. But yeah. she eventually grew out of the sex symbol. Yeah, and she evolved into a more different artist. I think the problem with Nicki though is her music is the set symbol. Yeah, it's not necessarily you know, Madonna. She still you probably still see Madonna ass if you go to her concert. Yeah, probably she probably shaking something. That's but her music, old. I think the problem people have with Nicki is her music. Her music is still the same. If you listen to her first album, it's it's pretty much similar to her last album. Mm-hmm. You know, her last album probably got better bars and better production, but she still got this Barbie image, yeah. this set symbol image. It's not, she don't have a 444, you know what I mean, for lack of better. Do you think she could ever do that? Or what What do you think is going to happen in Nicki Minaj in the next five years? Because she'll I, be 40 in five years. I think, I think. On right, paper, on record, yeah, supposedly. I, I think right now is an eye opener for her because she, she this is the most she's been criticized yeah. in her career. So I think, I think her next album—I ain't gonna say her next album—but I I can see her doing a personal album, where she kind of um, maybe talk about her past relationships, okay. maybe more singing. And I mean, I can see her doing something like that, rather than you know the same formula. She so didn't. you you think she'll put a pause on the rapping to start singing? No, I think. I don't think she's gonna put a pause on rapping for good, mm-hmm. but I can see her doing more of a you know, softer album instead of the whole Anaconda, the the same shit she been doing for years. Yeah. I could see her doing, you know, kinda taking the singing more serious. Y'all okay. talking about Nikki? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about uh we're talking about the BT awards because the only clip I saw from the whole thing was a Cardi B performance. Mm-hmm. And Figgy brought up the the uh discussion that there's a double standard and when Cardi shakes ass on stage, like everybody cheers and says, "Oh, she killed it." Yeah. When Nicki does it, it's seen as, "Oh, she's doing too much." You know, she's why is she still doing attention. that? Yeah, yeah. it's attention whoring. So, what is your? I argue that 
that lane is going to close for Nikki soon. Mm-hmm. But Figgy is like, what else can she do? Yeah. So what do you think happens to Nikki in the next five years? I feel like, especially the, her attitude lately, as she's kind of calmed down a bit. But, well, no, I guess that verse isn't calming down. But, yeah, I mean, um, she ain't about to I don't down. think that she's going to... Not that she's gonna die down. She's gonna, still gonna be Nicki Minaj, but I think that she's gonna lose a momentum. She's gonna kind of duck off for a while, I, or I would like to see her duck off for a while. Why? Just because she's just doing the most, and I just hate that. Well, what is she, that? Her, what does doing the most mean? Like for her to be the type of star or the level of star that she's supposed to be, mm-hmm. she's acting out of. She's not acting accordingly. So you, can you not clap back at people once you get to a certain point in stardom? Yeah, but at the same time, it's the, it's the difference between clapping back and acting out. Like it's the difference between clapping back and then be, just being like Nikki didn't ugly, throw a shoe like, at anybody. But being <laughs> ugly, like that's not like just being ugly, Atta- calling fans to attack people, yeah, like that's true. things like that. That's just like just that's not a Nicki Minaj uh, stardom level that you have rose to like. BS. So why are you acting? Why aren't you acting like that? In my opinion. So I just feel like if she doesn't get certain things of that sort together, her um, her value is may not be necessarily the same as it once was. Okay. And see, and that's the one thing. um, That's the one reason why I don't want to put Nikki just down in the dirt like that because she she's a smart woman. She know how to market herself. Mm Yeah. She know how to move. Cardi B didn't get to that. She she don't know how to move yet, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. When Cardi threw that shoe, that was to me that was all bad because that Car, um, Nikki played it off right. She didn't move. She didn't try to fight back and all this other stuff. She just mm-hmm. sat there. She knew what was going to happen, and she knew her uh, Queen Radio was going to be lit the next mm-hmm. couple days for the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think she use that to her advantage yeah. if if cardi b was moving if she was moving right she probably wouldn't even did that because that gave to me that gave nikki an upper hand on the situation because cardi came out with a a cut or a bump on her head mm-hmm. you know what i mean so now it's like wow look what you doing so um nikki she's still smart I, you know her she she is wilding out a little bit more than we used to but she's still moving smart. Okay, okay. I, I would argue she's moving smart. I don't think she's really moving smart. Um, but I don't think it's hurting her. No, what? I, well, it kind of is. If you, but it, I think the only thing we have a problem with is her tweeting. If we take away their Twitter, we wouldn't hear from her. She has been way too reactionary to shit people have been saying. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. random people, which yeah. is a strange thing. Yeah. I can understand if it's a publication saying something, mm-hmm. but a rand attacking random people who ask why your content hasn't matured, that's a fair question. Yeah. And to sick your whole Barbie, the barbs on them. Mm-hmm. That that's and, not moving smart to me. And, and then too, um and then too, with her not really doing interviews like that, we yeah. really don't know her because she get on Queen Radio saying she joking around, mm-hmm. she don't take this stuff serious, and she having fun. Mm-hmm. How the hell are we supposed to know that? No, she's I mean she's being serious. Come on, no, that's she what, is but, clearly being yeah. serious. Have yeah. y'all seen that Ellen clip when she was on Ellen, the DeGeneres talk show? Yeah, some of it. And how she was saying like she was just playing about Travis Scott, but then she yeah, that's bullshit. Said, like, we know she's yeah, being yeah. Serious. that's what I'm saying. Like. Like if you like, I don't know. She, I think if she stayed off of Twitter and social media, 
I think she'd be fine. Would she though? I still think I would still be concerned for her mental state. She she would still yeah. be th- she would still or be th- like just just I'm not, her. Gonna, I'm not gonna say she's mentally ill because she's petty online. That'll mean everybody <laughs> is mentally ill. Yeah, no, but pills or something online. like her. Y'all don't think she's on drugs or anything? She, she probably I'm not is. saying she yeah. isn't. I'm just saying I'm not gonna take that as evidence that she is mentally ill because she's clapping back at. Random oh well, people. maybe I, I shouldn't have do used that, for that. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I'm I'm not saying she's not, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying I see regular ass people doing worse than that, and I know they're not on some. You got people like Chance prob- the Rapper. Yeah, uh, Ch- he not wilding out, but I mean, like he our is cousins back. and uncles and shit. Yeah. Talk crazy online mm-hmm. to random people over politics. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to get on Nikki for defending herself. Like, I think it's bad for somebody in her position, but yeah. I'm not going to say she's clearly on crack and Xanax and all that shit. She could be. Oh, she yeah, probably no. is. Yeah. No, that's what I'm, that's what I, I think she, that has a little bit to do with it. Yeah, I think her being Just, a female is more contributing than anything. But. No, she talks about <laughs> it. She talks about the pills yeah. all the time. Because she made a song called Pills and Potions. That too. Years ago. <laughs> that too. Yeah, could be. But there have been references lately too. I mean, she probably has a lot of painkillers from her surgery days, so that could be an addiction to the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, real quick on the... Um, the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the Cyphers. I okay. ain't watch it live. I watched it on the internet. Yeah. Okay. It was god awful. They've really? been getting yeah. worse every single year. Who are, who's on there? I don't even know. I only know I Vic Mensa. Know. <laughs> Vic yeah. Mensa. Yeah. So how did you see that Vic Mensa part? Yeah. Was it was it a shot at XXXTentacion? It was. It was hard to hear because um, I heard the edited version. Okay. So it was a lot of blanks, but. Um, yeah, it was clearly a shot. Okay. He ain't, mm-hmm. I think he said everything but his name. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was clearly a shot. Okay. But as um, far as the other ones, the um, I don't know. It was kind of cool seeing Erica Badu DJing and she spit a little freestyle mm-hmm. because they had like a whole women's set. I love her. Which was, yeah. It was, Who was in the women's set? Do you remember? It Man, it's, it's like the dunk contest. You know how you watch the dunk contest? Mm-hmm. Yeah and you don't have a clue who these people are, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It's not like these superstar people, how it used to be 10 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was it was some good women who was, you know, spitting, but never heard of them. Yeah. The one, it was one person um, I did hear of was uh, Black, Boy J, Black Boy J. He was in it. Okay. And he was probably the worst out oh, of them man, all. Oh, man, that's terrible. Really? Yeah. He is not riding that wave off that Drake feature. No, it looked well. like he wasn't even supposed to be there. Mm. And they just kind of put the camera to him. And he was just, yeah, you got it. We, we got to play it off air. Yeah. This ain't even worth playing on here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, That's sad. Yeah, it was it was god awful. <laughs> Uh, so we talked about an, a breakup earlier. So let's talk to another one now. It's kind of high profile and came out of nowhere. Cassie and Diddy, who I keep having to be reminded they're even a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Every once every few years, you see them out at some event. Apparently, they are officially broken up, according to People Magazine. Mm-hmm. They have split after eleven years. When Cassie first came out. She was with Ryan Leslie at first, but then Diddy kind of came, gave her the bag, <laughs> and took her. So apparently, she is. Uh, they have split up. Um, do y'all have any takes on this? What happened? Or it yeah. just came they, out they, they just said uh, 
Cassie is going to focus on her music and acting oh, career. God. So, <laughs> 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 number one, I have a couple couple questions about this. Uh, uh-huh. Do you, did you think it was creepy that Diddy was dating Cassie at this time, who was well younger than him? Because I've seen that take yeah. being revolved around social media. Yeah. I did at first. It's not pedophilia, people, number one. <laughs> she was, if you want to call 25 an adult, Jasmine, I'm, I'm going to yell adult. at you. <laughs> I'm 25. <laughs> so she's yes. around that age. It is not nasty. But how that's that's how old she was when they started talking? Uh, Puffy is 48 now, and she is 32. So 11 okay. years, she was 21, mm-hmm. okay. and he was 37. It ain't, it ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Know what I mean? I thought more of their big thing was that he was like dating his baby mother's children and her at the same time. I think that was the like yeah, big thing about that. Diddy money, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all cool the too. I have some other theories about Diddy, but I'm not gonna get into all that. Uh, but that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. do you do y'all think Cassie gonna make a comeback now? She's done from the dungeon of Bad Boy Records. Who's she gonna link up with? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure people will be like, oh yeah, we're you know. I yeah. thought I like Cassie more so as a model. Yeah. Than, was um, she a good singer? I I, I like <laughs> the few songs of hers, no, but okay. that first good. that first song I like "Me and You." Yeah, that was, that was right, a good song. The vi- the video is kind of boring. The video was hot, man. I, li- I like <laughs> no, I like it, but it was it was kind of boring yeah. a little bit. It wasn't. Man, it got me excited. I don't know. Did it? <laughs> yes. It, no, Cassie looks super fine in that video. Just dancing in front of a mirror, twerking and shit. That was back when that booty was a decent booty. But yeah. <laughs> now, standards have changed. Yeah. Um, another take I've had, I've seen around, is um, people asking, you know, what did she wait? Did she waste her youth in this relationship? Because, I've been seeing that a lot, man. Yeah, people Mainly from she women. Had no kids. And was this a waste of time? And did he steal her youth from her? No, I think if anything, not to say that she wouldn't have been doing the same things on her own, but I would imagine that she explored more things in the world than she would have on her own. She had big money. Yeah, exactly. She she wouldn't have been. She probably wouldn't have been shit for real. She probably would be considered a one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. People probably would have forgot about her. But um, because she was because he. Also, did kind of help, I would imagine, start her model modeling career too with the uh, Rockaware, because she was a Rockaware model too. And is I mean not Rockaware, uh, Sean John. Okay. Sean John, and so that's Diddy there. I hate when people say stuff like that. Like he helped got her handcuffed where she can't leave. Yeah. Like she can leave if she yes. wants. Yeah. If she if she felt like he don't want no kids by her, mm-hmm. and she want kids, and she felt like it's not going anywhere. She could have left five times. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you mean to tell me um, she sat there for eleven years, and yeah. she yeah. I like, think they uh, I think they knew what it was. Like they it, had to yeah. eleven years yeah, a long time. A, yeah. Yeah. And also you have to remember, uh, being with Diddy affords you a certain lifestyle that not many can match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beyonce can have that, but plus she has her own career. Yeah. But who else? Even if you date like an NBA, NFL player, they ain't gonna have Diddy money. They're not gonna have Diddy experiences. Mm-hmm. So there's that too. If you want to say she wasted her youth, I mean, she probably lives it up. No, I think so too. Yeah, she she wouldn't be where she at right now if she didn't 
than be with Diddy. Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't. Here's the thing. She the problem was not that she was with Diddy. The problem is that she was signed to Bad Boy. <laughs> and you know what happens to people on Bad Boy after one hot album? They mm-hmm. disappear. Yeah. Maybe if she had somebody else, maybe if she was with a Def Jam or somebody who she could have been. I could easily see her being Rihanna's spot. Yeah. As far as modeling, as far as how good she looks, you could. I mean, she can't but, sing worth shit, but, really. But yeah, I'm about to say, like, but but <laughs> on cares? the other, but see, on the flip side, she could have been a one hit wonder that didn't yeah. really do anything because yeah. we can name a bunch of people in the 2000s who, you know, we thought was going to be the shit. Most on the bad boy. <laughs> bad boy is the. I'm bad boy had one of the most would, talented rosters of any label ever. And wasted all of them. Yeah. Faith Evans, Carl Thomas, 112, all these legendary R&B acts and rap acts, Black Rob, mm-hmm. all these people who came out and they never lived up to anything besides that first album because Diddy moves on quick. Yeah. So. And then, see, you got to look at how he worked, too. He focused more on hits. If you listen to Mace's album, it's just straight Mace hits. Mace, too, another one. <laughs> yeah, it's just straight hits. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, so... It's like if it's not a hit, then oh well. Like come back to me when you get a hit. Yeah. And some of these artists not hit makers. They might, you know, they could probably just make music that, you know, relate to other people, but every so every person ain't going to make a song for the radio. You know what I mean? Everybody But he his have roster was hit. full of hit makers. Literally. He had a production group <laughs> called the Hit Makers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I just think that uh, Def, Bad Boy is kind of like a prison after a while. You get one good year and then you get locked up in a dungeon. Yeah. I don't know. But I think she could have been, if she had better management and a better consistent She would have had a longer music yeah, career. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Maybe if she stayed with Ryan Leslie, they could have made more good albums. Yeah. But that ended pretty quick. Where the hell he at? Yeah. I don't know where he... I never heard anything from him since he had his laptop stolen. Mm. and he offered a million dollars or something crazy mm-hmm, for to somebody get to get it back and they gave it back to him but the hard drive was gone mm. and that person sued him and they ended up getting the money oh, oh I heard about yeah. that yeah so he argued that okay the most important part of my computer is gone but mm. they argued okay you didn't mention the you hard drive the you said whoever gives me back my laptop gets this money yeah. so, so they, they the sued him for ruled, the money yes and the court ruled in the other guy's favor Damn. So Ryan Leslie had to pay that money, and I've never heard him since. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I that know. sucks. It does. Yeah, I know. Last time I heard from him was uh, I think I followed him on Twitter. Yeah. And he fucking DM me his number. Oh damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was like an automatic thing. Whoever yeah. followed him, he had DM me like, "Hey, you should have called him." So I'm like, what's what the, good, what man? I'm call him for. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, damn, what happened to Cassie, dog? <laughs> <laughs> some beats. He probably was selling beats at that time. Mm-hmm. You could have got an yeah. RLS beat, man. Yeah. Could have got a fabulous feature too. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what else went on this week? Um, we can go through a few topics real quick. Uh, Melania Trump called for a boycott of Ti. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but Ti put up a video. I guess in promotion of his new album. The caption: "Dear 45, it ain't Kanye." Yeah, I'm not. I ain't Kanye. Oh, I ain't Kanye. Yeah. So he puts up this video, a music video of him in a mock oval office mm-hmm. with a woman stripping who looks like Melania Trump <laughs> while he's sitting in the office. 
and um, Melania spokesperson called this disgusting and said, "How is this allowed? Boycott <laughs> Ti, boycott everything." <laughs> Do y'all think boycott Ti? Yes, hashtag boycott Ti. Do y'all think Ti deserves to be canceled over this? No. Okay. Now I have to pose this question: If somebody did this about Michelle Obama, would y'all want him canceled? Yes. Okay. I was just I was just thinking that because I always try to look on the other side. Yep. We have to. Yeah. Like, I didn't say I, I wasn't gonna be fair. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, if somebody did do that about Michelle Obama, like I ain't gonna be like, oh yeah, we need a boycott. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that person. That's his freedom of spree- uh, yes. speech. I mean, it's I might say don't. Walker. I might say don't fuck with it or you know, that shit stupid. <laughs> but I ain't about to call the national boycott this artist type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like just you know. That's that's why I never understood about people boycotting in 2018. I feel like people um, use this, hey, let's boycott, let's be at the boycott. But I can't. The best boycott is to not say shit about it. You know what I mean? Just let yeah. it die out because boycotting is bringing attention to it. Yeah. <laughs> so no boycotts I- work, man. Boycotts do work. De- depending on what though. That's true. Because if if somebody say boycott the Joe Budden podcast. A lot of people going, oh, what's the Joe Button podcast? Let me, let me see why they want to boycott it. But they that but would if put, people if people decide to say, you know what, nah, he full of shit. Mm-hmm. Let's just not even get that attention. Mm-hmm. Let's not even support it. You know what I mean? No, like, cancel culture is real, man. If they put on a a a movement to boycott or cancel Joe Button, Spotify would end their deal. Yeah. Which means they lose out on money. We've seen that happen time and time again. Mm-hmm. They cut the endorsements because the endorsers are getting the heat for it. And they say, you know what, I don't, we don't want to deal with any of the bad press. We're done with you. Mm-hmm. So cancel culture is real. You're right that it raises attention, but it's the attention that loses you money. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's not real, but to me, I feel like we focus more on boycott. Let's boycott. Like, don't even get the shit attention. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Just... Like if you if you don't want to support it, don't support it. Yeah. Like why you gotta try to drive everybody to not support it? And I mean, if it's wrong, just don't don't fucking buy into it. Like with the NFL, like if you don't fuck with the NFL, just don't just stop watching it. Like why you gotta get on here and say, hey, let's boycott, let's boycott. Like just stop watching it. Mm-hmm. If everybody feel like you and stop watching it, then it it has some type of effect. Well, to get back on this specific topic, this specific subject, uh, Malene, how do you pronounce Melania. her name? Melania Trump. She was a porn star before, so I don't really see how. She wasn't a porn star. What was she? She, she, was had, a, she had naked photos. She was a model. Model. She probably did some stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, so I, mean, I don't she really wasn't see. On <laughs> I don't really see how this is considered distasteful. That's I mean when she's when she herself has put photos and things. But that's like that almost like saying once a hoe, always a hoe. There is one. Uh, okay, you take. Not, okay, so if you took nudes for a photo when you were like twenty one, mm-hmm. and then you are forty five years old with kids and a life of your own. Yeah. Do you think it's fair for somebody to come with a lookalike of you stripping and then say, "Hey, it's fair game" because you put those photos out twenty years ago? Yeah. No. Mm. See, see. 
See, yeah. double standards. The theme of this podcast what? is double standards. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly concerning you women. <laughs> see, this money just... But, but, but see, when you look at it, too, they... The Trumps, they kind of they kind of strict on shit like that on image yeah it's like it's funny how donald trump did say shit about the kanye video when he had the uh when he had the naked what what was like naked models of him in the bed yeah i remember, remember that, I remember oh, that. Yeah. donald trump they say shit about but that trump he ain't said nothing about boy huh well you talking about when he had those naked lookalikes in his bed yeah he was he was running i think but he, he this was, was the Life of Pablo album. Yeah, but that was number one. Him and Trump are friends in real life yeah. before all that happened, so I don't think he took it as a shot. Yeah, but he still could have had a problem with it though. The the context is different from what happened here. This is clearly a shot Ti has <laughs> taken at Trump and Melania saying, hey, I smashed your bitch while you was away on Air Force One or whatever. <laughs> Whereas what Kanye was doing was like showing everybody. He wasn't, it wasn't parody or satire or anything. It was just what he would call art. Yeah, I think so, I think if he wasn't cool with Kanye, he would have a problem with it. Probably, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's my whole thing. <laughs> I agree. Um, what else happened this week? Rihanna declined the Super Bowl. I thought this was old news, but apparently she did it again. Mm. She is uh, reportedly in alliance with Colin Kaepernick. She denied the chance to play at the Super Bowl or declined the chance. Um, I know everybody loves Rihanna. Me. So it's not going to change anything but what do y'all think about number one would you have wanted to see Rihanna perform the Super Bowl of course okay but I'm standing with her and her what is Rihanna doing right now I don't know but she keeps making jokes about how we keep hounding her about this album like where's her music it's been several years now yeah yeah, that's somebody else I heard that was might be dropping the album this year yeah this year that would be that's what somebody yeah that's what well talking to Leroy Mm -hmm. okay like I, I, I'm. It's not. It's probably not set in stone. But that's somebody. That's somebody else that people keep saying. Oh, she could. Has dropped. Rihanna ever dropped an album surprise without any singles leading in? I no. don't think not so. Not that I no. know of. So I don't think she's gonna do that here. You don't, don't think so? I wouldn't be, you don't think she's reached that status to, as to where she can? I think she. I think I th- the buzz has been so long that I, she could do it if she I think wanted it, to. I think in 2018 it can happen. I don't. I don't count it out as a no. But I wouldn't be surprised if she did. I think there needs to be a buildup. And, like, I miss all album rollouts, man. Me too. I'm getting tired of this surprise. Like, it feels good when it drops, yeah. but I like looking forward to an album. I like Me having too. a hot single and, like, damn, what's the rest of the album going to sound like? Yeah. I miss mm-hmm. that feeling. And I think mm-hmm. Rihanna is a, from that traditional game. She values the radio singles. She values the streaming hits. So I don't know if she would. She could do it yeah. and still do numbers, mm-hmm. but I wonder if she would. Yeah, I think she in a place where you know she don't give a fuck. Yeah, place where she she got her makeup line, mm-hmm. and that's she ain't got to do another album again. No, she yeah. doesn't. So well, she's in a record deal, so she probably does. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I mean, she could honestly, she could probably like she don't have. To, I don't think she had to do that. They yeah. probably be like, oh well, she pro- she could probably get out of that if she wanted to. I don't yeah. think I don't think 
I don't think she pressured to drop anything else ever again. She don't, I don't think she'll have to. Mm. The record label would want her to, of course. I mean, but with that being her, with her having a lot of power, I think she don't have to if she really don't want to. I think if she do, she she wanted to. The thing about that, and because I'm not, some, it's some people that's dropping albums that's like, man, yeah, I got to do it, so let me just throw this out there. People do mm-hmm. eventually want to get out of the record deal, and to do that, you have to drop records. There is a album count, so I think on that alone, if I, she's probably in some kind of three hundred and sixty thing where they get a piece of her merch and all that. Mm-hmm. If she wants to be more independent on her music, all that stuff, she has to get out of a record deal. I want at some point. And renegotiate a new deal with somebody. So I don't know the logistics. I don't know any of this shit. I'm just saying, from an outsider perspective, I don't think she's ever just going to retire from music with while being in a record deal. Yeah. No. So in the same breath, I don't think she's pressured to like. Like I'm, you know, clearly not because somebody like a Frank Ocean, I felt like he was pressured, so he dropped a little bullshit album to get out of that deal. And dropped it something. I forgot how it went. He dropped something on his independent, yeah, label, but then dropped some bullshit on Def Jam to try to get out of that. I think he tried to do something like that. I don't think she in a situation where she like, yeah, I need to get out of this. I think she good. She taking her time. If she if she do drop an album, she wanted to, yeah, yeah. not the pressure of you know. I mean, I got to drop something. They forcing me. Yeah, I think so. But too. Um, that would be dope if she. It'd be a, it's already a crazy year for music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be crazy if she dropped. She just dropped something. Yeah. Single something. A, another person we mentioned too was um Adele. Adele is known for dropping in November. And okay. it's been a minute since she dropped. Okay. So um I think the last time she dropped in November, she was the highest selling <laughs> she had the highest selling album of the year. Of course. Oh. <laughs> which was <laughs> Which was crazy. Yeah, and so, then she won album of the year, didn't she? So, yeah, over Beyonce. Yep. Which yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Twitter was pissed yeah, off. Yeah, they were heated. They still mad. They still holding that L. It's crazy. I understood though because my wife is, is a big Adele fan, mm-hmm. so she played that album front to back, yeah. where the point to the point I know some of the records now. Yeah. yeah. That was a. It was, was a good album. I'm though. not a. I'm not a fan of Adele because I feel like it's t- she too sad. But um, it was a good album. I wasn't mad that Beyonce didn't win because she was going. She was going up against a good album. Yeah. So uh, I understand the one year me and Leroy talked about this. The one year where Beyonce got snubbed by some group we didn't even know who the fuck it was. Remember, it was at the Grammys. She got snubbed for album of the year. Uh, somebody got. I think it was. Uh, she got snubbed. I know who you're talking about. It was some. It was some about. group I never heard Beck. of. Beck, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never yeah, I, I never heard of them. I've heard of them. It was them. an outrage. They they were big in the nineties on MTV and all that. But I yeah. do remember that she got snubbed that year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. understandable. <laughs> but um the Adele, I'm kinda like, huh? Like it's Adele. Yeah. <laughs> like she's a fucking major superstar from from the UK. Yeah. Um, yeah, but <laughs> Gim going out to Rihanna. I'm just looking forward to anything at this point. New music, new yeah. news, yeah. drop something. <laughs> yeah. So and, and when you mentioned the rollout, the whole rollout of the album, mm-hmm. Swiss been kind of giving me that same feeling now because he been dropping here, dropping songs here and there. Yeah. I think he ready to drop his album. He's been but, saying that for a while now. I think so. He been dropping every week. He mm-hmm. dro- and he dropped the Lil Wayne song earlier. He dropped the um he dropped the song with Jim Jones. 
And I think he had another song. I forgot the other song, but um, he played a song on Funkmaster Flex, mm-hmm. which sound crazy. It was it was him in French, and this song sound crazy. It was it's like a New York crazy, mm-hmm. where um, I don't know if it get played down here, but yeah, it, it sounds huh? It's, it's hot in Harlem. Yeah, mm-hmm. in New York. <laughs> yeah, it's hot in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. But okay. yeah. Uh, he he should be dropping pretty soon too. So it's been a crazy okay. year for music. It really mm-hmm. has been. We still got to do our it. whole wind up at some point on, once everything on, is dropped officially. On, on top of another Kanye album. Yep, we'll see if that actually. Happens. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that's actually going to come out? I mean, he's in Africa doing something. That don't <laughs> he want the, he went to Gandhi. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. He could. I think he's going to drop it. I think so too. I think it's going to come out. Yeah, and maybe another possible, uh, maybe a Chance album too. I don't know if that Chance album is going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Because listening to him, I don't think we ever talked about that whole Joe Budden podcast thing he was on, but it sounded like that album is just an idea at this point still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though Kanye was tweeting like they were working on it in the studio, mm-hmm. Chance said they haven't recorded anything. Anything at all. It was Chance's idea to do it. What and do you Kanye think, was down with it. What do you think his motivation is for tweeting stuff like that when knowing that he hasn't put any work into it yet? Build hype. Mm-hmm. Build yeah. hype. Get people talking. That's his always, you know. That's his new way. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. I feel like he found out, like, oh, wow, I could do this on yep. Twitter. Yeah. So I, I think that's one of his reasons to do, like, watch the throne, too. Yes. He know people was, he know we was going to eat that up. Like I think oh, he real. likes being the number one trending topic oh, on whatever sure. happens. So he's adopted he's, the Trump style, just tweet some bullshit. He's staying relevant. He is. He's trying. <laughs> I think we talked about him every podcast for the um, last. I'm getting sick of it now. I'm Eight months over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's all I got for the topics. Um, anything else y'all want to touch on? I ain't got no relationship things. We kind of already did that with the whole texting your ex and all that shit. Yeah. So is there anything else y'all want to talk about this week? Anything else that tickled your fancy? Um, <laughs> 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 I did want to um bring back up that whole um. On the Grande situation. Okay. Like, if you was in a relationship with somebody and their ex, who they was with for a long time, mm-hmm. passed away uh-huh. somehow, I wouldn't know how to react to that. Like, being that being that person I'm in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like she probably was, like, super emotional. Mm-hmm. She was crying. It's kind of like, damn, did you still love this dude? Yeah. <laughs> or you, you know. Like, how would y'all react if y'all was in that type of situation, me personally, because like, I think I think that might be one of the reasons they broke up too. He probably was like, "Damn, like, yeah." He probably was real uncomfortable. You know what I mean, being with you know your fiance, grieving like yeah. that, being over with your fiance man. and she's grieving about another man and really hurt about it. Yeah. You know what I mean, about the ex. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's the one who caught it off. Number one, yeah, she did. I think they're saying that. Because in in part because of that death, she realized she wasn't in the in the space as women say. I'm not well, in a good space relationship. We knew that when they got engaged after being together for like two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. We knew she wasn't in the right space. She just was she was acting out. I guess if you want to call it that, she could be in love. You don't believe in love, Jasmine. If you met Chris Brown, you get engaged with him in a day. Yeah, so. but that's like built up love, you yeah, know. Okay, I can't okay. say the same for their relationship. I mean, we don't know how it worked out. And she and she had a uh, Max dog too, so I'm yeah. sure that didn't help out the, in the situation. Yeah. At all. Me personally, if I had that happen to me, 
you have to give somebody time to grieve. Mm-hmm. But after a while, if it's going on months and she's still inconsolable, she's still thinking about this dude and talking about this dude and won't. I'm not saying when, move on, but when, like. When does she get a rest in peace Mac on her? No, it, that's over. It's over. <laughs> it's over at that point. Nah, if you ain't getting my name tatted, it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. And ain't no other nigga's name gonna be on you while I'm with you. Yeah, it's funny because um, a lot of people used to do that back in the day. When you know, I knew a neighbor I was cool with. His older brother was um, was in a car accident and he lost his fiance. And, you know, during that time, it's, it's awful. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting a tattoo that had her name on it. saying rest in peace, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And um, got, like, a cross and all this other stuff. Yeah. But now he's married. He's married. He got a couple kids with the other person. Mm-hmm. Like, could you deal with something like that? With somebody having a tattoo? Uh, if it like happened a, before me, there's really nothing you can do. I mean, yeah. there it is what it is. Yeah. And it's not, you could ask them to remove, you would feel like an now, asshole if you like, said to remove that tattoo of your dead nigga that you no, love and he died. I, now, I now, you, if you, now, if you see this girl or guy with that tattoo when you first meet him, like, mm-hmm. is that a, like a nah? No. Or you, you you going to look past that? First off, I look at it like, <laughs> that's one less nigga I got to worry about. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why, why would you say this one less? Because that's one less nigga who's trying to smash that she has been with. Like we said, once mine, always mine. We always try to double dip in our exes. Yeah. I've done it a few times. But that is, I mean, honestly, it's like, okay, she has somebody who passed away. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, so, some people might be, it might be a deal breaker. Some, some people why? might be upset if they got a living person tattooed on them that well, they're not with weird. anymore. That's yeah. weird. It, but I mean, if so, if this girl broke up with her dude of uh, uh, fifteen, ten, fifteen years, mm-hmm. and she had them tatted on, like you got to get that you, removed if he's still alive. But it, yeah. is that a deal breaker yes. if you stopped? I mean, it, to even start off talking though, that's what I'm saying. Like, would now, you see? I can, I, now we can go to the smashing phase. But in terms of, I mean, eventually, <laughs> eventually, you know, if y'all gonna take it serious and end up growing together, eventually mm-hmm. she'll probably, I'm sure she'll get that removed. That's what yeah. I was gonna yeah. say. Like, I, it, I think you would need to wait until you reach a certain point to be asking anybody to remove anything. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, I will accept you if I like you. I will accept you as you are. Like, I will date a girl who drinks and smokes. But if we're talking about a long term relationship, those things got to go. Yeah. Uh, that's, have, that's something I'm like nah that's yeah I mean me. eh, I've dated girls who smoked and it's not you know as long as it's not a pack a day something ridiculous she yeah. smoke occasionally I'm like whatever you know we could still hang out and get freaky and all that shit <laughs> but if it's, it's something I gotta take you to meet my parents if I gotta do all this shit and we gotta live together and all that stuff no that's a deal breaker at that point <laughs> but um the tattoo thing it's it wouldn't bother me at first but like I said, if we're talking for years, that's going to come up. And if you want a ring on it, that's got to go first. <laughs> but that's just how I feel about it. When she ain't got the money to get it covered up. I'd pay for it. <laughs> You'll pay, pay for, for it? it. I'd pay for it, yeah. Okay. I'd pay for some new titties, too. <laughs> Re- just reboot the whole body. <laughs> <laughs> Redo. There was another thing that just came up about that, too. I can't remember about what body happened. parts. Yeah, about building a girl or buying her 
I can't remember what the discussion was now. Oh, shit. Brazilian butt lift? It could have been... Uh, I, I can't remember it now, so who cares? Yeah. I don't want to bring up some shit. I don't even know what I'm talking about, which I usually do anyway, but <laughs> I think I've done enough of it this week. <laughs> um, So... Jasmine, did you get, did you weigh in on that? What if you were dating a guy who had a girl's name tattooed on her? Would you stop talking to him, or would you at least give him a shot? Uh, I'd probably at least give him a shot. Okay. Because I would imagine that's not the only tattoo that he would have. Okay. I would hope not. If if that's the only tattoo that you have, like that's a little no. Then that means no. That's not meant a relationship for me to be to touch because y'all getting back together eventually. That's the only tattoo you have. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. If he has a bunch and that's just one of them, that's okay. Yeah, then I if he had like a sleeve story. with her name in it, yeah, okay. I think that's different. I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. Now you have a rather large tattoo. Yeah. Um, what if you're with the guy and he's everything like your dream guy? He's cool, great, a lot of money, street nigga too somehow, <laughs> but he has degrees and shit. He's he like went to ghost. Harvard. Yeah, he went to Harvard, but he's a street nigga. Yeah. And all that shit, and you want to marry this guy. But he tells you, like, that tattoo has to go mm-hmm. because, you know, we can't be seen out like that. Mm-hmm. Would you remove it? Yeah. Okay. I, didn't I, think mean, you, I think didn't think you'd say that. Yeah. thought you would fight that nigga. You're like, uh, you want to change me? <laughs> you'd actually I'd probably just get it? more. Okay. Yeah. Well, you get more. Yeah. The, the point is he doesn't want you to have any tattoos. Oh, any at all. Yeah. Oh, well, no. I think Why? that's different. I think we'd have to have a conversation about that. Because Why? who are you to tell me I can't have any tattoos? That's one of his standards. <laughs> if you have well, some for you him. met me and dated me up until a certain point with these yeah, tattoos. But that's so. not marriage. That's a different level. Okay, so then we shouldn't have been dating if you wanted to change that. Like, you're right. Yeah, if you wanted to change that much. You never me, dated a guy who did some. I have more than just some, one tattoo. But you never dated a guy who had some things that annoyed you, but you could date him. But yeah. you couldn't marry him because of those things. Oh, yeah. But that, yeah. I think it would depend on what... I'm already, always a situational person. Okay. I think it depends on uh, how long y'all been date, dating. If he had like, a shitload of money and you'd be set for life and he said, get rid of that fucking tattoo and don't get any more, would you get rid of it? If we're in love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Anything else y'all want to touch on this week? We said we keep this podcast under three hours. So, <laughs> success Damn, was, so far. I was trying to find. I had it. Was, it was another good question I wanted to bring up. I can't find it though. Mm-hmm. For whatever it was. Yeah, I probably save it. I'll save it for next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll get it next time. Yeah. Um, oh, I just found it too. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Just lay on. It. All right. So, all right. So I seen the meme. Uh, well, somebody posted this um, post and said um, it's kind of long, so we could kind of keep it short. Mm-hmm. Um, you and your spouse have been married for four years. You guys have been trying to conceive the entire time naturally. The wife had three miscarriages. Mm. Medically, you had tried every option, even some risky experimental things. And it was determined that your wife cannot have children. Mm. Uh, And neither of you don't have any children. Mm. Mm. So the topic of adoption came up. The husband declined that because he wanted a child who was biological. Biologically. Yeah, I can't talk today. His. The topic of getting a surrogate came up. The husband declined that because he wants the experience of his wife being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Her belly growing and how her body will change overall, going to doctor appointments, etc. Is he toying with the idea of divorce? 
Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. If you want kids, but she can't have them, and you don't want any of the other options, then, yo, the only way is to get another woman. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he wants to get another woman pregnant I, and stay with that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Maybe no, that's what he's saying. No, yeah, no. But and that's that may, not something we're doing here. He, yeah. so. he was kind of, he was a little extra. When uh, the surrogate, that's his... That's as much as your baby as you yeah. could get at this point. Exactly. And for him to say, "Oh no, I want to, I want to experience going to the doctor's appointments, but it's rubbing she, the belly." First it's kind of like, man, like you, like you might as well leave at this point. <laughs> Number I mean? one, I think that experience is overrated. Mm-hmm. I've never it, dealt with a pregnant spouse, but I don't know why you want to deal with them fucking temper tantrums. Buying her food at three o'clock in the morning because she want to eat fucking ice cream. <laughs> doing all, like, what's glorious about that? Yeah, I could pass. At that yeah, point, yeah. At that point, I'm like, man, he probably just looking for a way out. It seemed like it. Yeah, because a surrogate, that's you know, that's your kid mm-hmm. at that point. But um, <laughs> I mean, I can <laughs> understand why a guy would be adverse to that because it is kind of weird. But if you're in love with this girl and you want to have a family and she can't. Yeah. Then that's the only you're other take option. A, yeah, yeah, you're gonna take other ways. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. But to, oh no, I want to experience rubbing your belly, going to doctor's appointments. Yeah, I'm like bro. I mean, that's depressing for her too because she feels it guilty. Is. Like I dated somebody who couldn't have kids medically. She had endometriosis, mm. so she couldn't have kids. But you know, she was that hurt her. You know, because she yeah. wanted a family. Yeah. So I could never be like, well, you know. None of the other options are gonna work because I want to feel the pregnancy in you. Yeah, she can't do it. Yeah, medically it's not possible. Yeah. So if you're saying like you want, I want you to get pregnant, even though I know you can't. Yeah. That's just kind of extremely hurtful to somebody to say. That's yeah. pretty much saying no. I don't want this restaurant. Nope. Yep. Not this one. Not this one. N- nigga, you must not be hungry then. That's exactly. like saying for a guy like if you're sterile, and she's saying no, I want your baby. <laughs> yeah. Like how the fuck is that gonna work if? Yeah. My shit don't work. <laughs> so <laughs> it's I don't know, man. That's that that dude's kind of extreme at that point. He yeah. probably does just just wants a way out. He just say, I'm done with you, bitch. <laughs> so Yeah, my it's funny because um like my wife, she, she I think now she kinda want kids, mm-hmm. but not really. She she always been scared since I knew her. Mm-hmm. She always been scared to have kids and being pregnant and all this other stuff. So, you know, I can't you know, I, me, I want kids. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind having kids. Back then, now I kind of like, now nah, I kind of like the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I couldn't be mad at her for, you know, feeling this way now because she been like that from the beginning. Yeah. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I can't be like, oh, well, can we do this? Can we do that? So it's like she, she made it, <laughs> you know, the point from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, she. I think she kind of toying with it now, but at this point, I'm like, man, I don't want no damn kids. Yeah. I like, I like just getting up and going. Yeah. Like if I had, if I have a kid right now, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast anymore. Yeah. I, it'd be a lot of shit I can't do. You got to be set up. I mean, no, I don't think anybody's ever really ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to be at least in a place where you're stable. Yeah. You know, you have to realize the sacrifices you're gonna have to make for that too. Yeah, it's so. yeah. Like like I said, I can't just be here all night. Yeah. Like yeah. 
You can't it's, be grinding. You can't be I doing can, shit for free just to help your career and your resume. Yeah. Everything you do got to be making money. I like this. So. Yeah, I like this. I like that we could just get up and go. Yep. Yeah. And, you know. Like, Leave town for a week. Yeah. And not to worry about babysitters or some shit. <laughs> Yeah, shit, we kind of tripping with the dog because we can't really leave out of town like mm -hmm. we we used to. Mm -hmm. So now we just got to find somebody that, you know, deal with the dog, even yeah. though he'll probably be okay. But still, you know what I mean? A baby is a whole different ball game. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree, <laughs> but, man. Yeah, I, I thought this post was kind of funny, though. That is kind of funny. That dude is just looking for a way out, honestly. Yeah, I'm like, man, it sounds like this dude need to be slapped. Yeah, I was if uh, if I was if, if I was that woman, I would slap the shit out of him. Like, man, like I, I didn't get you all these we options. Don't, we don't condone domestic violence on this podcast <laughs> for women. <laughs> for women, yeah, it, it's not <laughs> domestic never, violence for women. Yeah, mm. it's fair for once a guy. No, <laughs> double standards again. Yeah. Double standards. The theme we, of this podcast. We need like a double standard key. We do need something. We like need a, hot keys like up a in drop. the bitch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The problem is when we have Jess in here, we can't play any drops or some shit. So I don't want to oh, get all the these drops mm -hmm. and then we can't even play them or listen to them. Yeah. We should. That's a whole different. Yeah. We should, man, get us some headphones. You're going to get on the damn radio. I'm sick of this shit. You're going to get on the damn <laughs> <laughs> 650 coming soon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, get into existence. We need to. We need to. And we get kicked off after one show. <laughs> so that's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got too Jasmine over here About to fall I'm asleep sleeping. So I can tell So we yeah. can wrap it up now uh, Promote your social girl What you got going on Oh so I changed my name Congratulations Thank oh, yeah. you Thank you My official DJ name Is Chitty Chitty Bass Okay So Now do you go by DJ didn't, that didn't, DJ that didn't. Chitty Chitty Bass not necessarily DJ. Y'all didn't give me the reaction I wanted, so we're Jasmine, not feeling it. No, nah, we can we can talk on. about this. Come on, because I I I want to be honest with you. Yes, I talked about the chitty chitty thing before. Yes, I don't get it. Uh -huh. I don't know why you stuck with it. Yeah, I think your natural name is dope, mm -hmm. and it's dope for a DJ. Yeah, Jasmine Bass, J Bass, that works. Yeah, the chitty chitty bang bang shit. It reminds me of Mary Poppins. I don't get what the reference comes yeah, from. It's a play on words. It's fun. It's play not words boring like J bass. I'm not like saying that's... I'm not saying it's boring. I'm mm -hmm. just saying I don't get it. Yeah. And if I don't get it, somebody who doesn't know you won't get it. They'll say chitty chitty bang bang. Chitty chitty bass. What? Yeah. I don't know. I like it. I like it. The only thing is, you're going to get a lot of people that say where that come from. Yeah. So you got to have, have an to answer. explain it. Because like my name jose figueroa mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like i kind of just made that up I, I i forgot exactly how i came up with it but i just put it out there and i don't have a real story on how i came up with that name yeah, yeah. so um my only story is you know i couldn't put my um uh, original nickname Bootman, mm -hmm. on facebook at the time because you had to have a real name mm -hmm. so i came up this is around the time people was doing the drug dealing names mm -hmm. the pablo sanchez and all this yes. other shit yeah so i came up with jose figueroa so the problem was he moved to the south with a lot of mexicans i, I know <laughs> nobody I know. knows but, why you call but that, jose but see that been my name for like since like 08 mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so it it's it been a long time coming plus I, I i been wanting to drop the jose anyway yeah, yeah. so i'm cool with it now but um I yeah, didn't so, shit on your name, Jasmine. No, it's but cool. also if you believe media. in it, just rock with it. If you believe in it, rock with yeah. it. Don't worry about what I say. I like it. Thanks. I like it. I, I, it's a to me, it's a cool, fun name. Mm -hmm. Chitty Chitty Bass. Yeah. So I, I think it's a cool name. 
Yeah. Well, anyways, that's what my socials are. So go follow me. You still got to spell that because it got one T instead of two. So Chitty Chitty Bass with two, Two, one T. One T. Each for the Chitty. Yeah, one Chitty. One T in the Chitties. Yes. And that's it. Bass. Dwayne Delin is what's going on with your podcast. Uh, We are on a hold at this moment. Y'all fighting again? No. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Again? Yeah. I was like, wait. Uh, Don't y'all fight? Y'all live together, don't y'all? No, not really. All right, that's cool. But um, how long y'all been living together? Have it been a minute? For since like twenty fourteen. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's good. Because yeah. a lot of women can't stay with each other that long. Mm-hmm. A lot of women end up falling out and be enemies. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's real friendship. Yeah. Yeah, 2014. But, yeah, no, we're on a pause right now. Just okay. uh, some more kinks to work out. Okay. And we are recording. Uh, well, we have other episodes that and need t- to drop. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Soon, soon. Go, cool. people, check that out yeah, on still, iTunes. You can and all. still, yeah, on iTunes, on uh, SoundCloud, Google Play. Still go listen to the old episodes. Catch up, catch up, because we'll be coming back soon. Yes, yes. Cool. Sounds so. good, Figgy. <laughs> yes, um, follow me on Twitter at the Figgy Fig. I'm trying to get verified, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, follow me on there. I've been. I'm trying to be way more active on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have been. People, a lot of people, been reaching out to me interacting with me since i've been you know doing in the loop mm-hmm. so um yeah shout out to y'all shout out to the um loopholes okay <laughs> is that <laughs> what y'all call them yeah i've heard that that is recently. hilarious yeah. it's, it's picking up a lot too man i think i think our show not to try to you know promote that show so much on this it's a good show man yeah a lot of people uh, i feel like it's genuine yeah a lot of energy in it a lot of people um took on the whole loophole thing mm-hmm. now uh and today we announced that um we want to um have a loophole create us a logo Okay. So we can start getting shirts. That's clever. You get free shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> free commission art. If you yeah, if you make a logo, you know, for for our shirts and merchandise or whatever, you y'all know, like y'all pick the ones that y'all like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. we'll be doing that next week. You know, whoever send send us some. Okay. We'll look through it and pick the one next week. Okay. But um, yeah, it's a it's a real good show. A lot of people like it. Um, people came up to me off. When I was out and about and said mm-hmm. they love that show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people <laughs> called me out a little bit like, hey, figgy fig. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, it's funny. That turned my wife on a little bit to know yeah, that. <laughs> I bet, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, now you, see why, you know, now you see why I've been working my ass off. That you the mm-hmm. man out here yep. in these streets. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And she was like, who is that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like somebody baby. who listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she you get nervous when you walk around them white women now, huh? <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, follow me on Twitter. Um, follow me on Instagram at Figarola, F-I-G-U-A-R-O-L-A. You'll find me. Um, um, follow the podcast on yes. Facebook. Yep. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and instagram at gems and juice yep and if you follow all them platforms if you follow if you like us on facebook follow us on twitter instagram and um subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment yes. i know i'm and giving out a us. lot yeah and rate us i will make you a shirt 
and send it to you, courtesy of Teach Laugh Craft. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good promotion, and it sounds like a lot, y'all. That takes like two minutes. It yeah. Does. Okay. Very easy to leave and press a button to like something and leave a little comment. Yeah. So yeah, do we, all that. We need all the support we get. We Man, do. We yeah. we really. Um, I was telling a couple people about this. We really started from nothing. We started from the bottom. We did. We ain't have no platform. We ain't had no radio to promote us. Yep. Mm-hmm. We just hit record Niggas and put it on SoundCloud. Niggas yep. in the studio. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we trying to get things shaking. So, yeah, Definitely. please support the podcast. We are yes. luck. I know we don't view this as work, but we are probably the most consistent podcast that I've seen personally mm-hmm. yeah even the big time ones take a lot of time off sometimes yeah we are consistent for what we do and mm-hmm. we do it for the love of everybody you know we try to make this entertaining as possible yeah so mm-hmm. with like, no marketing platform exactly nothing because nothing. it's a couple podcasts too that's through the station yep so you know and even then they take long ass breaks yeah, yeah. So, so we every week we come with that fire well, we, at least we try to yeah mm-hmm. so all we ask in return is likes yeah. Tell your friends, comments, yeah, and just share leave some comments, yeah, share and some love, interact with us too. Yes. You know, we on Twitter, Instagram, just you know, whatever Jazz said about so and so, about Nicki Minaj, or I yes. said about R. Kelly or whatever. If you just think I'm wrong? Call about us everything, out. Let me know. Let us yeah, know. call, call yes. us out. We we argue with your ass. We will. <laughs> we will. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, so, um, and also, big shout out to people who are listeners anyway. Just, yeah. you know, thank, thank you for you. listening. Yes. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Thank shout you out to Anthony again. Yep. Your shirt should be coming pretty soon. Probably, we I sent it today, so it should be there maybe Monday or Tuesday. Okay. You got the expedited shipping? Huh? You got the expedited, you got the fast shipping, like the two-day shipping or... Oh, I don't know. My wife okay. sent it out. Okay, that's cool. But um, yeah, he's saying he's saying, uh, Katie. Okay, yeah, yeah I'll oh, go okay. quick. I'll go yeah, quick. Yeah, so he should get it probably like Tuesday. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sounds and cool. Tab, I didn't forget about you, man. Your shirt coming soon, man. Tab, <laughs> tab your shirt's coming. This week, you hook tab. up. This week, Most loyal listener of the Gems and Juice podcast. We still appreciate you, man. We ain't forget about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be fun to get him on to just host with us. Yeah. Yeah. Because he be he be saying a lot of shit on the text line, and he be pulling up some old ass cash money records <laughs> and shit like remember this, yeah. remember that. So yeah, shout out okay. to Tab. Shout out to Tab always. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Ryan Rocket with two T's. Instagram Ryan dot Rocket. You can see some of the videos I took from Game Five of the uh, a- ALCS. Turkey um, apparently, that motherfucker. Apparently that video was uh played on FS1 before the Brewers game. Really? Yeah. Yours? Damn. Because Fanatics View, who also does the uh, helps us with the ESG and Rocket show, they asked me if they could repost it and see if it goes viral. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, apparently it was played on FS1 before the Brewers game. Yeah. So that's sh- pretty dope. That's my closest sh- claim to fame. You should have did what every millennium do nowadays when they doing the video, turn it back on selfie mode. Yep. Like, oh, <laughs> world star. They would have cut that shit out, man. I hate that, man. Oh, apparently they, it was another video I took. It was Verlander pitching. 
Oh, okay. it was like a quick little video I did. Uh-huh. Okay. But uh, it's still cool out. though. Yeah, that yeah is cool. it is cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Shout out to that turkey net motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out on Instagram. I'm gonna try to be more active on Instagram, man. I, I don't like the platform really because I feel goofy taking selfies and shit. But I'm gonna try to at least interact more. Yeah, you and, don't have to take selfies. Yeah, you can yeah, take other just, pictures. Okay. Yeah, yeah. promote. That's that's what I do now. Like I, like I don't put bullshit up anymore. Like if anything, I post stuff on the story. Yeah. But for as posting the picture, I post like what I'm doing. Yeah. Like if yeah. it's something like this. I just feel like nobody I, gives a shit. So like I feel like an asshole for but, like oh but I'm the going thing to the store it, today, guys. But see, this the this the funny part about it. When you do that shit, you might not get no likes, or mm-hmm. you might think people don't care. But when you see people in person. Oh, I see you had the picture yep. with Shaq. Yep. Oh, I see you doing the podcast yep. thing. It's like, oh, you fan, like, yep. And you ain't like it. You ain't commenting nothing. <laughs> so just because people don't like it or comment, mm-hmm. don't means they didn't no, they see, see it. it. Yeah. They don't yeah. give you the validation. But if it's a girl shaking ass, or they like that all day and comment, and, yeah, yeah, leave all thirsty shit. in the comments, yep. like, bruh, like, leave the emoji with the hard eyes and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another double, double standard, by the way. Um, <laughs> ESG and Rocket Show, check that out. We didn't record last week. We had some technical difficulties with the building. Mm. The elevator was out. The power was out. We were like, fuck it. This ain't going to happen this week because I didn't want to. It was going to be a nightmare, sign of like. Yeah. But we're going to record this upcoming week. We're going to recap, recap everything. Okay. Um, so check that out. Uh, we got some you know, little Instagram videos on the account. Figgy producing as well. Thank you for yes. all that, man. Yeah. We're going to try to push that harder. Um, we have a video of ESG talking about how he came up with Swinging and Banging. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to put that together in the next few days and put that up, too. I meant to ask him the story about... Um, now, your sister sent that video of the Want to Be a Ball. Yes. Mm-hmm. I meant to ask him about that all we'll for that next I, time. Yeah, I'm going I'm to wait next time. Then. We'll get him that next time. Because we're, we're doing something where he shares like a, a screwed a up story, story or a legend Houston legend story or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Something about like the early days in the Houston rap scene. Yeah, We're going to do good. that every yeah. week. Uh, it's going to be some content we can put up anytime. Yeah. And uh, so check the podcast out. Uh, we're pushing it harder. Figgy's on board as well. He's going to yes. be chiming in and doing all the shit. So, yeah, <laughs> of course. We, we legit now. Yes. And we're, we're pushing hard. So check that out. ESG and Rocket Show on iTunes and all that shit. <laughs> so I think we clocked in at two hours and 37. So we're under three hours, y'all. Let's get oh, man. it. <laughs> man, we're doing well. I was hoping we was at like... <laughs> 130, 145. <laughs> we're getting there. At one, okay. at some point, we're gonna do it. We're gonna hit 130. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my goal. But yeah. this shit's we'd be talking about some good shit, so we'd be getting into it. But yeah. anyway, yeah. For my boy Figgy and for the lovely Jasmine, thank you again for joining us. No problem. My name is Ryan Rocket, and this is the ESG and oh the ESG the ah. Ginger Juice Podcast. Ah. Y'all. <laughs> 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 All right, we out.